Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday, uh, January the 30th. 30th? Yikes. It's another technical podcast. It's 2020. I said 2019 last week, or la- not last week, week before last. Um, because that's where my brain was at. Mm. I've still been writing twenty or 2019 on forums and shit. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, I remember whenever I was well, when I was still in school or whatever. Let's see here, my iPod. There we go. When I was in, you know, still in school, and every time it was a new year, it was how long is it going to take before I stop writing the previous year on all of my papers, on all of my like whatever? Because you, you know, especially the the like elementary school or or even in like uh junior high when they when they make you write like your name and the date mm-hmm. in the top right corner of every loose leaf page that you've ever put any work on yep it was always like you know how fucking long and usually it was like almost a full month or more <laughs> before i was like oh wait a minute it's actually 2020 so here we are uh yeah there you go ladies and gentlemen no technical podcast. Sorry for the hiatus last week. I had a loss in the family. We lost my grandmother, my dad's mom. Uh, but that has been officially settled. We had her viewing. Uh, it was just the family because there will be a uh, a service in the summer. Mm-hmm. She's She wanted to be cremated, so uh, we don't have a, a rush date on a service because, well, she's cremated. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and even if you wanted to, you can't really dig a hole in the ground right now. No. Because it's basically concrete. Yeah. And so uh, we'll have a, a service in the summer, but that was all uh, all settled and done. Uh, but it was nice. The uh, funeral home did a spectacular job. She looked exactly like she always did, which is nice. Some funeral homes, mm-hmm. ain't it? If you do like, o- like open casket viewing, sometimes they, they it's like yeah. it's like somebody from the Jersey Shore did their makeup or like some crazy shit. Yeah. Uh, this was done bang on. I was very I was very happy to see it. Uh, but that's why it was last week. And then also, I had a flu Damn. all at the same time. Uh, so Not a good week. It was a, it was a solid weekend, yeah. uh, all in all. Uh, but uh, I'm just, as of today, this is the first day where I woke up and I didn't feel like in the flu fog anymore. Um, it was crazy. I, I, I always like kind of passively, uh, passively believed in the, the voodoo that is cold effects. You've used cold effects in the past. Of course. I've always just been like, you know, does it really, you know, is it really shortening or limiting, you know, my, my, uh, the immune my system. symptoms, mm. right? This is the first, I, so I had a flu, but it was the first time that like I had all the flu symptoms were, were there. I was taking my cold effects and it was like whole, it was like, it was like Hodor. Hold the door! It was just like right there. Everything was on the brink. Mm. My, I had I had the body aches, but I had no fever. Mm. I had sore throat, but it was like it was just enough. I mean, to kind of you know was it was just, there. It, it was enough to let me know that I was sick. Yeah, but that was it. Was it? It was the feeling that like, damn, this feels like the beginning of something. Yes, but, but it, was it that? never. But it never <laughs> turns into something the whole time. Uh. And uh, it's saying I never got a stuffed nose or anything. Damn, for the whole thing. Damn. All that happened was on the other side of it for the last, like, let's say three days, no matter how much sleep I got, dead. Yeah. At all times. Yeah. But I, I will trade dead and still able to do some work. Yeah. Versus all the way dead and no, no work. work every time. You know what's going to happen now, Adam? What's that? 
you're gonna end up being a cold effects. Uh, oh, you're gonna I'm, be. Oh, you're, everyone's, every ta- every, everyone's taking cold effects. Oh, now. <laughs> at, at the moment, the moment something's a, is coming on, or you're gonna do what a lot of people do with cold effects, which they just take it, like, they, throughout the they year. just take it throughout the year. So they'll wait until like the time the season, the season anyway. changes. Yeah, the season, and yeah. then they're like, shit. You know what? Uh, the weather's changing. I'm gonna get on the cold effects. Hundred percent. And then like weeks in, you're like, oh fuck, my shit was already ready to go. I'm fighting motherfuckers now. And that's and that's uh and this year's been bad for it too because our temperatures have gone from like huh, negative huh, eighteen huh, huh, to like plus, plus 15 fourteen. Yeah, negative eighteen. Dude, it was like plus fourteen the other day. Yeah, I had to check my I was on my car and it's like plus fourteen and the truck's outside, <laughs> right? Yeah. And I'm like, wait, that can't be right. And I look at my phone, fourteen. I'm like. What the fuck? It was like negative like twelve sweating. yesterday. You're going outside sweating, and then the next day you go outside. Like like last night, all yeah. of a sudden it was like, how about minus twelve? Sure. And so no wonder people are getting sick all over the place. Bodies don't know what the hell season it is. Doesn't know what's going on. Mm. Anyway, that was why we didn't have a podcast last week. If you ever want to know, uh, the one place, ironically, that I forgot to post that there was no podcast. I think last week was. Maybe I did remember. I don't. I don't remember anymore. It was maybe on Patreon. I uh, or no, not Patreon. Sorry, it was on the Technical Alpha Twitter. Mm. Everywhere else, everywhere else got it. Mm. So if you're following myself, people knew it was up. Jeff, I was telling people Facebook, and stuff like that. People knew it was up. You know, any any yeah. the, you'll 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 know when that kind of stuff happens. But it's pretty uncommon. Either way, Jeff, we have a bumper crop mm. of news. Yes, this a bumper crop. We have a lot. The farmers are happy. Yes, but before we get to that, yeah. How was your last couple of weeks? Oh, um, uh, I'm. Let's put it this way: I'm going to be very happy when I'm done doing physio and stuff. Yes, physio is never fun. It's it's not fun. Um, it's not like it, it was kind of shitty the first couple times. Like now, it's it's more routine, and I get to go on the bike for the first time on Wednesday. So, um, everything's going good. Saw my surgeon a couple days ago, a few days ago now. Everything is looking good. I can get rid of these damn crutches uh, in two weeks. But it's just fucking up my schedule completely because, you know, there's a couple days a week where I I have to go to physio in the mornings, and then I've got each day there's like an hour almost of exercises that I got to do that I just can't skip. Lots of stretching and probably of, slow movements yeah, to, like, get all, that strength it's all, back. It's, just, it's boring, and it sucks. And it hurts. And it hurts. That's the worst part about physio. Yeah, it hurts. That the exercises are not hard. No, they just hurt. It's just not fun. Yeah, it's just not a good time. No, uh, <laughs> it's just not a. It's it's not a good time. Nobody's ever really enjoyed physiotherapy. But I can say it's working. Like it really, truly is working. Just so like cold effects, it works. Physiotherapy works. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Exactly. You know, it's kind of. It is just like. It is just like <laughs> cold effects. You know, you can you you feel like the the pain is there. It could be a lot worse. Start but now. Yep. So we're stopping it now before it gets stupid. Yep. And that's just that. So uh, so yeah, that's been good. I I've been um, I've been getting out and seeing some movies, which mm. I'll you know I'll be able to talk about. I've actually saw more movies in the last month than I have in the last like six. Yeah, you were you were on a, a hiatus movie. I, I was yeah. I was just like you know what I get out of physio. I'd be mm. like you know what it's it's fucking like eleven eleven a.m. I'm just gonna go see like a noon movie. Yeah. And I just go see a movie. Why not? Um. So there's that. Other than that, man. Same old, same. Been looking for a new rental property, so I've been looking at mm, some spots. Scoping them out. Scoping them out. Uh, and that's just pretty much it. That's what been... about your speech? Oh, yeah, fuck. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, Which has been something that's been kind of like on the back, like as a thing that's been open to a possibility for a really long time. If it's a person I remember you talking about 
years, years ago. ago. Yeah, no, this is a different person. Oh, okay. Um, coincidentally, uh, so anyway, I got an email from SMU, mm. so I went and talked at SMU. Mm. Um, they have uh, an entrepreneurial um, center. Um, uh, it's part of their business school, mm. and um, I got an email. Uh, asking if I wanted to talk about entrepreneurship, and uh, there, uh, this talk was more centered on the topic was around uh, making a living or having a business in social media. All right, yep. um, so like how to grow and yep. things like that. Um, so there was three. There was three speakers. Um, one chick was, um, she she does she did like some modeling and and. Um, uh, she worked with uh, a media related company and, mm. and makes posts on social media, like lifestyle type thing. Yeah, yeah. Another guy is a photographer, and then there was me. Um, so yeah, we did a we did a we did a talk. Um, it was great. It was a fairly big turnout. There was probably like, I don't know, I didn't take a head count, but probably 70, <laughs> 80 students. Nice. So like it was a fair amount of people. That's nice. Um, I had never, and it was at uh, like seven thirty at night. Mm. Um, went on until we were there till like 10 cause it went till nine and then we just, people had questions and stuff at the end. Uh, but I got invited by a guy who's a big fan of leg TV. Oh, nice. There you go. Um, and he actually showed me a picture that he got with you at Hellcon. <laughs> uh, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, he said he watched us religiously in junior high. Mm. Now he's a second year student, um, helping run, um, that, whole thing that they have they do it right. once a month where they bring in speakers and stuff right. uh but it was good man i got to um it was kind of it was it was a weird experience because i go there and it's a bunch of students and you know yeah. they're, they're the the stu- and they're all mature everything was cool but it just felt weird to be back in a university and then being a 33 year old now yeah. and i'm looking at these young 20 year olds uh, 19, 20, 21, mm. uh, I just felt so much more, um, it was a weird thing because on one hand, it was really cool of them to look to me for guidance or, uh, some mm. kind of, uh, wisdom, yeah. uh, however you want to look, uh, you want to, you want to put it. So that was cool. But also what it did is it, 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 it made me realize how much I've gone through in, like a decade, ten, a ten-year period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really twenty to through thirty is a big decade. It's a. Re- yeah. it, it was like it was like more of a self-reflection mm. uh, experience more than anything. Um, I think I probably got more out of the experience than what they did. Mm. Not only was I able to speak in front of people for the first time, I hadn't like I talk in front of people. I mean, we do. Yeah, of the, course. It but was like in a live form, in a live yeah. form mm. where people were, you know, it's solely focused on me. Yeah. I didn't prep anything, bro. I I literally I'm just going to tell my story yeah. and I try to make it relatable like I told, you know, uh told them about me being at Dow and dropping out and and stuff like that. Um I just made it personal. I just talked about me and, and what I do, but it was it was really cool, especially afterwards when they started coming up to me and asking me questions and I was getting to know them a little bit. It's wild what 10 years difference, even just in the mindset, like I'm talking to these kids and it's weird to even say that, but Mm. I'm talking to them and, and I can see how young and naive and, and, um, inexperienced, like they really don't know what the fuck. And they were asking me some, some of the kids were asking me questions like, um, like just feeling like they're trapped or feeling like they're, um, 
and I talked about it a little bit in my speech were kind of where I was at a weird spot when I f- st- first started doing this. And yeah, I said, yeah. like, my partner actually graduated from yeah, SMU. Yeah. And then when 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 uh, I quit my day job and I was doing this full time, you know, Adam was still finishing up school. And then, you know, he was potentially going to move out to Toronto and take a corporate job. Mm. And this is all I had, or at least that's what I thought, right? This was it. This was do or die for me. Yeah, yeah. And it was weird. It was cool and weird to hear them sort of allude to the same things where some of them felt like um, they didn't have, I wouldn't say they didn't have much to go, but it's like do or die or maybe they were slacking out on their studies and now they got to get focused. And when you're that young and I look back, it feels like your whole world is like. Well, you're still in school. Yeah. So like your, your life is still basically. Yeah. Is still revolves around academia mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. if you're talking to somebody who let's say was 21 years old and they left high school yeah. and they went right into trades you'd be noticing a vastly different, different. conversation happening yeah because they're out in the, it's not that the university students aren't in the real world mm-hmm. and, and some of them are working you know two jobs plus going to school or whatever the fuck yep. to make it happen but it's still the the mindset is totally different because their outlook their goal, their goalposts are different than mm-hmm. somebody who's been out of high school and immediately dumping themselves into the workforce. Yeah, um, because there's just things that you won't experience. That's until and that's what it is. It's like I've happens. I've been through a lot. Yeah, like I've just experienced life. Yeah, yeah. over the last ten years, exactly. Yeah, and they haven't experienced that yet. So I'm looking at them, thinking to myself, like, girl, guy, you've got the world. You've got so much time. You're gonna figure this out. Like, you know, if only you knew. Yeah, but at the same time, I could say that to them, and they wouldn't really think much differently because they don't. Re- and I was the same way when I was that age, you know what I mean? So it was just like a really, it was a, it was a weird, it was a great experience. I love to do that shit more, like oh yeah, for sure, uh, yeah. you know, and be able to talk some more because I had like a like a twenty twenty five minute window, mm. you know, if I had an hour, I could really like dig into certain things. But um, it was a cool experience. I got a lot out of it, and. Uh, yeah, it's kind of lit a fire like a, to do more more of that uh, type of stuff. Yeah, it's it's um, it's hard sometimes to uh, to think back to what you were even like when you were twenty one. Mm. It's sometimes I feel easier for me to remember what I was like when I was like twelve. Yeah, than when true. I was twenty one years old. That's true. At twenty one, and I think some of it's hubris. So like at twenty one, like you would have experienced, and this isn't everyone, but it's a lot of people, especially when you're in university and you have your whole life ahead of you, right? Is um is that you haven't not everyone has experienced um roadblocks yet. And what that does to your your goals as time goes on, because mm-hmm. you're still in the school system. Mm-hmm. You might have some roadblocks, like yeah, I have to work an extra job or something like that. You know that crops up. Yeah, Mon- like money is normally like the first roadblock to anyone in university. Yeah, it's all anyone talks about is money. It's my student loans. It's my this and that. It's my scholarship. It's my no scholarship. It's the you know what do I have to like? How many courses can I take while I'm still working at the same time? Um, but then they get out and then when you're out and you're in the working world and you've had all these, these, uh, these fresh goals that you had coming out of university set mm-hmm. in front of you. And then you realize that life's not going to let you just waltz through <laughs> do whatever you want to do yeah. from point A to point B. Yeah. Um, and that sometimes it's going to mean that like there are like multiple forks 
you might still you might still have the same end goal, but life is going to force you to take some forks and go in a direction you did not think you were originally going to go in. Sometimes the direction you don't want to go and, in. Yeah, you don't want to go in, <laughs> yeah. and sometimes that can change what your ultimate end goal is, yeah. uh, et cetera, et cetera. And so when you're in that mindset, you, you know, kids still at that age, that 20, 21, whatever, they're almost still in the in the teenage mentality where they're invincible. And mm-hmm. I don't mean that in the sense of just physically, because when you're a teenager, physically, you feel like you're invincible. Yeah. You will throw yourself off the roof of a house into a snowbank, not even think about it. You're like, fuck it. YOLO, right? Just do it. <laughs> Ask me if I do that today. No. Hell no. I wouldn't throw myself off my front porch. Yes. Let no. alone off the roof of a house. Hell no. So, uh, but in university, you almost have a men- mentally, you're invincible, right? You're you're like, yeah, I'm in university. It's going to mean that, that everything's going to be you fine. You have no real fears side. yet. You don't no know real, what's coming. No, not real fears. And some of them do. <laughs> some but, of I mean, them do. Yeah, a yeah. lot of them don't. Most yeah. of them don't. Uh, uh, and so, yeah, you get that that kind of experience. So I'm sure it was, uh, it was uh, good. illuminating. It was good. I enjoyed it. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, you already know how my last couple of weeks went. Uh, spent basically being in bed and, and then spending time with family. Uh, I haven't done anything crazy gaming-wise. Brian and I are still doing shitty games done slow. We haven't had a chance to do that, obviously, for the same reasons we weren't doing the podcast. Um, I uh, otherwise have just been playing whatever. I hopped into PUBG yesterday. Mm. They had an update recently. Uh, in the last, only like in the last week. Uh, maybe not even in a, in a week. And... Uh, I didn't think, I didn't think, I mean, PUBG, I keep saying, I even said this during the stream yesterday, I said, when somebody said, is this game good yet? And I said, PUBG is about as good as PUBG is going to get. And I said that, but then I thought, later on I thought about it and I was like, PUBG right now, what I'm playing today, even from like three or four months ago, it's better now than it was three or four months ago. And not in a small way. They've added a lot of stuff that on the surface you'd be like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. But then you get into the game and it changes it in just enough of a way that it it makes PUBG better. It's mm. not as monotonous. Mm. They're focusing on smaller maps now. The latest one they released is a much smaller map. That's good. Uh, desert map. They've introduced Semtex, like sticky explosives. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they've, and instead of just having that be like for only killing other players, they've added strategic things on the map. There's destructive walls now you can shoot through, you can blow them up. Uh, there's purple zones now that nuke certain houses that will destroy the house. So it's to help reduce camping in the early game. People can't just sit in the fucking house. Mm. Uh, purple zone will come fuck your day up. Um, the the explosives are used to open up areas like, for example, on, on one map, <coughs> the new map, um, there are domes that are hiding on underground bunkers that have been cemented over, and you blow the, you blow the, the cemented over entryway, you get down, it's all the good loot. Um, but you know, the trade-off is it, it can be harder to get back out without just getting killed. Mm. So there's like a lot more going That's on cool. there. It, it's running way smoother. It's playing fa- like everything, everything about PUBG is better now than it's ever been. Um, and I just, I, 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 it just surprised me because I thought for sure that given where PUBG is now versus where it was in the, in the past, in terms of player, player count, that they would have just done bare minimum to keep the game going and just make their money as long as people are willing to play it and call it there. But they're adding not insignificant feature changes to the game. So uh, I still pop in once in a while. It's good right now. Um, if people are, have been playing you know, PUBG in the past and you haven't played it in a while, you want to give it a go, this is a good time to hop in. There you go. Uh, we have all sorts of shit to talk about, Jeff. There's one really big topic here today. Yeah, some of them are quick. 
but a lot of these are quick, yeah, yeah. Uh, thankfully. Yeah. Um, and all, honestly, last week uh, before we had uh, canceled the podcast, I was a little concerned that last week we wouldn't have enough to talk about because these were such fast topics. But we have some meat and potatoes this week to go along with it. Mm. And so here we go. First thing on the list, despite the fair, actually, the first thing on the list is hit the like button. Oh, that's right. Hit the fucking like button. Patreon.com slash leg TV. Those two things need to happen. Very important. There you go. There you go. The like button. Despite the fairly uh, fairly lengthy delay that uh, is already in place, we talked about in for Cyberpunk 2077, pushed until I think it was like September or whatever, uh, it was five months, team confirmed that they will be in crunch time solid for the, all of those five months. Damn. So a lot of people were thinking, oh, okay, this will let them polish the game up. It will mean that they don't have to do such extensive periods of crunch. No, what that actually just means is <laughs> it's still going to be crunch. It's just now it's going to be crunch for five straight months. Damn. Rip. So good luck. Godspeed. To the team. We'll see you in five months. We'll see you in five months. Uh, another leak for PlayStation 5 shows yet another possible final design for the console, Jeff. Jeez, how many of these things are we going to get? First there were spaceships. Then there were like, oh yeah. Yeah, I've actually seen yeah. this. Uh, not this specific one. It looked very similar to the last one that I saw, though. Yeah. So, uh, um, this basically looks like a PlayStation... I'll post it in chat for those here on Twitch, anyway. Uh, otherwise, on YouTube, YouTube it's all very I like easy the going. last version that I saw, not this one. Um, it looks basically like a PlayStation 4, but for whatever reason, they... Like they they made it an oblong and then popped out the bottom corners, in in uh, it, it looks like you took a deck of cards. Yeah, it looks that's what it reminds turned, me. Yeah. And turned the top half of the deck. Yeah. on an angle. Yeah, um, can't say I'm a big fan of that design. I hope that's not it yeah. because that just fits on shelving weird. Yeah, it serves no purpose to be the shape that it is. Yeah, um, that I can think of, and uh, I certainly. I'm gonna pass on that on the on that look. Gonna pass on that look. Uh, but you know the the event coming up that was allegedly or that is allegedly supposed to happen in February. That's gonna be the release event or the the showing of PlayStation Five. It's coming up anyway in the next few weeks. So we're going to see. We're gonna see it soon. We're gonna say which one. Place your bets now. Which design, if any, mm. of these leaked designs are uh, are the final one? But yeah, not not my thing. And in a similar vein. Uh, a few podcasts ago, we had discussed um, that there was some, uh, they had released some renders of, or, or some pictures of the Xbox Series X, which turned out to be renders, and that new photos of what seems to be the back of a prototype console, an actual physical console, um, show some differences between that and the original renders that we were seeing. So this is looking like a pretty legit uh, prototype of the console anyway. Mm-hmm. And uh, on the back, you can see they yeah, are very different. So, namely, no USB-C ports, uh, at least on the back. Don't know if that means if there's anything on the front. Um, but the the two USBs that are there are, are likely 3.1 ports, regardless, just not yeah. Cs. Um, there is an HDMI out, but there's no HDMI in, like mm. the other prototype was, mm. which was what the Xbox One had. Um, not everyone made use of it. It was a pretty minimal feature. Don't think it needs to be there. I'm, it's not there, apparently, at least in this prototype, if this is the case. Um, and then it looks like 
Uh, well, they've got SPDIF, you know, optical audio and, and whatnot. I'm not sure what the hell this is. I don't know if this is like a... I actually don't know what that is. I don't know is. what that is either. And then I'm guessing this is power out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there are some differences between them. Um, and so there you have For better or worse, I don't think it makes much difference. I, I think that at this point in time, literally everything should be USB-C. Fuck the A, A, A plug. Just get rid of it. Yep, I'm with you. Everything should be C. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I can think of, the only reason I can think of that they haven't done nothing but C is for perhaps peripherals that already are in the Xbox environment that are an A type. Mm-hmm. They're still 3.1 jacks, but it would mean that you wouldn't have to have a dongle to convert it from A to C to plug it into the, the new Xbox. That's the only thing I can think of, and maybe some cost savings, because I'm sure C is still more expensive than an A port uh, just based on volume. But regardless, mm-hmm. I just think they should all be USB-C. I'm with you. It's the year 2020. Get off of the A-type hype. <laughs> the fuck away from it. There's no hype for that shit, bro. There is no hype for that shit. Zero hype. There's all the hype for C, though. No more No more plugging it and going, oh, wait, nope, that's not the right way. And yeah, then no, flipping fuck. it and then, oh, no, 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 no. It was actually the original way that you tried the first time. Yep. This is the rule of USB cables. Yay. Activision Blizzard enters into a multi-year partnership with Google Cloud and YouTube Gaming, Jeff. Game services requiring the cloud will use Google's infrastructure, and I'm guessing that would include like multiplayer, perhaps game servers, uh, as well as any cloud storage or cloud processing that needs to happen. All going to be done on Google's. You know, ultimately, it's basically Google versus Microsoft's cloud versus maybe, I think the third would be what, IBM or no, Amazon, sorry. Amazon, Microsoft, I think IBM has some stuff, but IBM's not really in this conversation anyway. Um... And all Blizzard esports will be exclusively hosted, the live uh, versions anyway, will be exclusively hosted on YouTube gaming moving forward, at least for the multi-year deal. This is, uh, I think, two or three years or something like that. Multi-year. If you wanted to kill your... Oh, mul- if, you wanted to just, kill, if you wanted to kill your esports any harder than they already were killed, I mean, this is a good way of doing it. I mean, Why? I'm trying to think, like, I, you know, instead of me just shitting on this, I, I, I'm, it's try- not that I'm not trying to shit, like, the only thing that I would shit on would be, it's, it's just, it's, like, why, I understand the context Yeah, but of, why YouTube gaming? And it, well, I think that's just because Google said, if you're going to use our shit for the cloud, you're going to have to host all your shit on YouTube gaming. Because YouTube gaming is looking for anything they get their hands on that standardizes people coming to the platform, right? Like, YouTube doesn't have a lot of that as it stands. And so, I don't think this was Blizzard putting, or Activision Blizzard putting it on the table. I think that was Google putting it on the table during, during the uh, discussion. I mean, they couldn't renegotiate so that they can still be on the damn thing and then go to other, like, YouTube gaming, all of Blizzard's eSports shit. Like, I mean, if, if Overwatch League wasn't dead yet, it's and gone. It's gone. Like it's now. A, it's now. No, it's super, now it's dead. super dead. Yeah, it's super <laughs> dead. We're gonna need a T-shirt pretty soon. Isn't this? But isn't dead. this starting to make sense? Isn't this starting to make sense? Yes. Blizzard, out of nowhere. Mm. I shouldn't say out of nowhere because we saw it coming. Yeah. Goes, hey guys. Yeah. We're out of StarCraft. No more WCS. Washing our hands. Of we're it. washing our hands of it. But we're yeah. gonna give you some money here for Warcraft and and StarCraft, so you guys can go and do your thing. A month later. They announce now that all their shit is going to YouTube Gaming. 
Is it a coincidence? They, it's not. It's do, it, do, 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 but do, do. they had to have known that this was coming. Like this isn't yeah, like a deal yeah. they make in the last thirty no, days. No, of course not. <laughs> this is like this. This, this, is, this has been in the this talks. This has been going on for a while. For a hot minute. You know, like this is just this is fucking madness. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, that's it. I mean, activate. Why? Like, you know what? Act, you know what? Blizzard. Blizzard is out of esports, bro. Yeah, Blizzard's done. Like yeah, Blizzard yeah. is out of the the world of esports. They, there's not enough of this. I mean, Activision there's Blizzard not, has been one in the same, but at the, in, in the grand scheme of things, do, it's, it, it's been as time has gone on in terms of the direction, not just creatively, but in general. Yeah, it has been uh, the the percentage sway of who's got who's got the, the the bigger dick in the discussion. It's been more and more Activision and less and less Blizzard. Yes. As time has gone on, for the Blizzard-specific portion of their catalog, yeah, and this just seems like another Activision move. This is not a move Blizzard would make. Hell if, no! If, if it was up to them, well, Blizzard's solely. dead. I yeah. mean, the Blizzard's Blizzard's gone. So now when I say Blizzard, I mean Activision Blizzard. Yeah, just, Blizzard it's just is, Activision. Blizzard's been been gone, bro. Yeah, it's just it, Activision. It, it's just Activision. We're still, it, we still called it that. How long what was it? Two years before they just changed it to Activision and then mm-hmm. took the Blizzard out. Yep, two years. I give it another year. Yeah, year and a half. It's just going to be Activision. It's going to be the Activision launcher. Yep. Not the Blizzard launcher. No, the Activision launcher. The Activision launcher. Yeah. That's just pretty much the show. Yep. Is it? I mean, they just put a nail in the coffin. Overwatch League is done. It's all. It's literally it was already done. No, no, it's super done now. No, but there was the. It was already the last nail in the coffin. Now we're putting just an extra nail. Oh, we, we found a spot on the yeah. coffin to put the nail in. Yeah, and we placed an extra nail just in case. And it was a particularly long nail. It was a long nail, and they ain't getting <laughs> through spiral. Yeah, spike. It it's a like if you if you're a professional Overwatch player, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes, that, that's pretty much all I can say I'm right sorry. now. Yeah. Start playing something else now. Pretty much anything. Anything. It's over. Overwatch League is Dunsky. It's 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 Dunsky. StarCraft. I mean, they already washed their hands. It's over. I mean, what do they? They have nothing left, bro. There, there's what other esports do they have? Uh, Warcraft 3 Reforged, which is our next topic of discussion. Perfect. And buckle the fuck up for this one, folks at home, because this is a... This is a clusterfuck. This is... I don't, okay. All right. Okay. So I'm going to drink the rest of this hot chocolate. All right. Look, I thought naively that... Warcraft 3 Reforged would be the last solid hurrah from Blizzard from Blizzard in that they would treat it with respect to just and and then and then moving forward all the stuff we're going to get afterwards Diablo 4 all the whatever the fuck the mobile all that that's that's cemented but this would be like the last good will move mm. from them mm. their their section of Activision Blizzard all four of them remaining yeah and i could not have been any further from the fucking reality of it i mean the the truth is is that this is categorically <laughs> one of the worst re-releases of any game in the history of gaming this isn't this isn't just a bad re-release for blizzard this is a bad re-release industry wide all time Yes, and it's highlighted by the fact that it's coming from Blizzard. Blizzard. Not a good look. 
I don't even know where to start with this, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get this popping, and then we'll talk about the points that are the most important points that we find. Before you get into that, all right, I, 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 all right, I like I like what you, you said there. Okay, I like what you said because okay. you said it's the last ura. It's I the, thought it was going to be. It's the last. Let me go ahead and make an analogy for you. Okay. Does it involve a penis? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and make an analogy for you. All right. <laughs> Got to make that last thrust a good one. Your high school sweetheart. Yeah. Okay. Everybody's had one. Most of us have had one. It's good times. It's great times. A lot of firsts together. That's right. A lot of first sex. A lot of your first BJ. Your first hand job. Your first. Uh, Explored pegging. Yeah, maybe your first vacation together. Maybe it's your <laughs> first pegging. Wow. <laughs> Wasn't it for me, but it's 2020. I'm not judging anybody out there that wants a good pegging. It's your first of everything. You know what? You had a great time, but you know what? Life has separated you. Different paths. Mm. When we talked about a little earlier, sometimes you want to get to this destination, but sometimes you just got to go. Take a different path. Take a different path. That's right. Life gets in the way. You guys had a great guys had a great relationship. Everything was good, but you decided it's time to walk away. So you walk away. You reminisce. You look at the the old photos on Facebook from ten years ago. More like Facebook forces you because Facebook. it sends you a notification yeah. that says, it's like, hey. "Hey, remember when your life was good? <laughs> Here's you and your ex ten years ago. <laughs> you were happy. <laughs> so, so that's so that's it. So everything everything is good." Ten years later, <laughs> you're a little older. You've seen some shit. That's right. That high school sweetheart gives you a call. Oh. Hey. Okay. Hey, Joe. <laughs> I'm going to be in town for the weekend visiting family. Really, Susan? Yes. <laughs> what do you say we... Um, Susan, you sound a little manly. <clears throat> what do you say we... Uh, <laughs> what do you say we meet up? Have a drink. Am I talking Just to catch Mike, up. Mike Tyson? Right yeah, you are. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, that sounds good, Joe says. Hangs up the phone. <laughs> the weekend comes. You know you shouldn't be doing this, but you know what? Part of you just wishes things could be the way they were, but you know it's not going to be that way. But maybe, just maybe, you can have one last oora. Mm. One last oora before you and her finally... Without any doubt, go your separate ways forever. That's right. That's a blizzard. So you get together, you have some drinks. Mm. She Probably says, like Paps Blue Ribbon. Whatever it is. She says, <laughs> Let's go back to your place, watch some Netflix and chill. Okay, Mike Tyson. Joe says, Okay. And you go back. You're sitting in bed mm. watching. She puts her ass cheeks up against your pelvis area mm. you know she wants the dick that's right you know she wants the dick yeah and you're like you know what i've been in here before this is just like a little remake of what i used like to have the bike 10 years ago hey except that bike has a vagina it has a vagina yeah and i've learned a few things i'm sure she's learned a few things that's right i think i'm gonna take this for a test drive so you know what you do you pull down her pants hmm you ask first because it's 2020. Yes, you definitely ask first, but she's giving you all the signals. You ask her, you ask her to sign a piece of paper that says that she states that this is okay. <laughs> yeah, she does. And then you go for it. Yeah, that's okay. She writes down, she puts it on a napkin, whatever, just gives you consent <laughs> just in case things go bad. 
But as she's writing on that consent form, she lets you know something. That's right. I'm on my period. Oh. Fuck. Oh. You got a decision to make. Did you ever in the high school, was one of your first parting the Red Seas? No. I parted my Red Sea many years after that. Okay. She's, I'm on my period. Okay. So then you got to ask yourself, do I really want to buy this expansion? <laughs> do I really want to get, do I really want to experience this that bad? <laughs> the answer is yes. So you buy it. <laughs> so you go in. You go in, and you realize you shouldn't have went in. There's a mess. It's fucked up your sheets. Yeah. It's all over you. You can't get hard anymore. As it turns out, Mike Tyson has a heavy flow. She has a heavy flow. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good at all. You realize you should have never have got that expansion. You should never have gone <laughs> back to where it was, because the reality is, after all these years, it's not the same. No. It's not the same. It's definitely not. You got to let things go. But part of you just wished that you could have that one last oorah mm. before you make the change forever, knowing you'll never get what you used to have again. That's right. You had an awful night. Awful is an understatement. It was awkward. Yeah. It was definitely not the way you wanted to end that relationship completely. Or any relationship. Or any relationship at that matter. <laughs> and you never speak to each other again. Yeah. That right there is what Blizzard did to all the Warcraft fans out there. And let me get it, let me just say it how it is, ladies and gentlemen. If anybody out there has prayed and hoped for a day we get StarCraft 3 or a day we get Warcraft 4, the answer is never. I wouldn't want to see it like what we currently get anyway. I don't want to see it The answer is never. It's dead. It's ogre. What's or wrong? In this case, it's 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 just orc orker. It's orker. So something need doing. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with this game, Adam? Jeff. And I'm not joking when I say this. It might be easier if I just told you what wasn't, because I'm gonna scroll down. Oh. Oh, I didn't even see all this. Okay. We can't go through all this. This is <laughs> He's got two pages of one-liners. I got to give a shout-out to Eon of Aeon, who's in chat right now, because uh, uh, he hooked us up with a summation of of the seventh circle oh of hell that is this God. game as per Reddit. Some of these topics are things that I think people are just being salty for no reason. Mm. Some of them are legitimately bad. But before we kick this off, oh. there's a great summary of this. There are two things. One, it's a redone cutscene um, that that uh, I will post. Let's see. Uh, we can. <laughs> okay, how many of these cutscenes do you re even remember at None. this point? None. Okay. So I'll just explain to you. This one's the Illidan versus Arthas fight, and it was redone uh, by a studio that they had outsourced, and. It looks like a cutscene that a university student that you talked to. Let's over watch the weekend. it. Play it. Are you sure? Are you sure? Is it long? Want... It's like two minutes. Play it. Are you sure you want to witness this? Yes. Okay. Show okay. me it, Adam. All right. Okay. We've come this far. I want period juice on me. All right. Okay. Well, that's that's your choice. I want it on me, Adam. I want to feel it. 
That's your choice. All right, I want this to be regret. Oh, you're going to regret it. Buckle up. Good. Buckle the fuck up. Here we go. The animation is terrible. The visual is terrible. The audio is terrible. There's no music in this cutscene anymore. Uh, it's the Frost Morn. I can't describe to you how- I mean, it literally looks like somebody who has- It actually looks like somebody who's like an above average leaving high school does this as a hobby. Mm. Going into university Fan and hoping fiction. to do this for, for a living. And, you, and when you see that because they just came out of high school, you're like, you know what? That's pretty good, but they haven't learned how to like make things look like they have weight yet. They haven't learned how to like really animate running properly, etc. Like that's. They're also still using the uh, the the thing every five seconds. I've never seen that before, Jeff. He didn't even cut hair. No, there's nothing. Transform. They paid somebody to redo that cutscene, Jeff. Did that look any better to you than no? Something that we would have seen? No. On the real? No, no, of course not. No. Jeff, I've got something else for you. Oh boy. So this this here is a, an example of you know what what they had shown during BlizzCon 2018 for where they were taking the, the direction of this of this reforged, and then the full release that we just got. And it's showing them side by side so that you can see and witness in all of its glory where all the money went. Can't wait. Here we go. On the left Glad is BlizzCon, on the right is what we have now. Watch your tone with me, boy. You may be the prince, but I'm still your superior as a paladin. Also, they redid a as bunch of the I voice actors because they didn't want to pay the original guys how that. much they're worth There's now that Warcraft has blown up. <laughs> Those guys are like, yeah, fuck you. Pay me. Oh, no. We're too late. 
These people have all been infected. They may look fine now, but it's just so basically we went from having properly framed cinematic-ish looking cutscenes using the in-game models there's got to be some other to way. Yeah. Vague over Damn the top it, shit like the original game plus talking king, heads in the lower left. You, to purge this city. you are not my king yet, boy. Nor would I obey that command even if you were. Then I must consider this an act of treason. Treason? Have you lost your mind, Arthas? Have I? Lord Uther. By my right of succession and the sovereignty of my crown, I hereby relieve you of your command and suspend your paladins from service. Arthas, you can't just... It's done. Those of you who have the will to save this land, follow me. The rest of you, get out of my sight. You've just crossed a terrible threshold, Arthas. Jaina? I'm sorry, Arthas. <laughs> I can't watch you do this. Like, how are you going... How are you going to go from... Oh, yeah. On the left, you're also going to see here the uh, the work-in-progress redo of the uh, in-game overlay because we've gone to widescreen stuff now, obviously. Shows much more of the screen. Isn't the big, chunky stuff we had in the 4x3... Uh, for the release that we have now, they just went and used the same shit that they had before. Axed all of that stuff. All the UI stuff, all... No. So, that's your first taste, and now we're going to delve into... The magic... That is this game. And boy, let me tell you, when I say that this is a candidate for worst re-release of all time... You're not lying. I mean it. Mm. So, one of the most important things to take into consideration right now is that, short of having the original discs, and then managing to get this to run for just campaign stuff off of your original discs, as soon as you get into Reforged, it completely takes over your old install, and so you, have, you, are, playing, you are playing Reforged now, whether you want to or not. And even if you play the old stuff, it patches it so that it's using... Um, certain inefficiencies of the reforged in the old one so that you're never getting your true old experience ever again that's step one so you actually just don't even get to play your original even if you want to great so let's get this this party started we've got a hell of a list here first of all land was removed that just sucks some balls land should never be removed ever, ever. in fact it should be added because how many times have we seen events being run that aren't on LAN that have failed mid-tournament, yep. that have required entire restarts of games? Well, even. didn't they just give a bunch of money to fucking uh, companies here to like run tournaments and stuff? Why wouldn't you have LAN in your game? I, you know what I think of the most was, what was it? Uh... I can't remember. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. We already have enough to talk about it anyway. Yeah. Land is removed. Great. That shouldn't have happened. No. Region locking for custom games. So you're playing custom games now only within your region. Can't Great. play worldwide. Great. If you have friends outside of your region, fuck them. Get fucked. Uh, NordVPN it. NordVPN Nord Nord it. Promo code OTT. There you go. 
frozen throne ballast changes are applied to um, the ROC campaign playthroughs, which means that there are a bunch of missions. So the Reign of Chaos was the original game, right? Warcraft mm-hmm. 3, and then Frozen Throne was the expansion. Mm-hmm. And uh, Frozen Throne balance changes in this re-release are applied to Reign of Chaos. Great. Which means a lot of stuff is just outright busted or a thousand times more difficult than it's supposed to be because the ROC stuff was not intended for those balance changes that were made in the Frozen Throne. Fantastic. Uh, TFT and ROC Battle.net 1.0 is shut down. Doesn't exist anymore. You can't get access to it. Even if you wanted to, fuck you. You get whatever version that they give now. Um, if you have them applied to your Battle.net account, you now own the free classic version of Reforged on the Battle.net launcher, which has shadows locked to Reforged own, uh, owners only, uh, lacks shaders, and has off-color saturation, which is kind of, you know, neither here nor there. But the most important thing is that Original Battle.net is gone. They have permanent chat stuck in the bottom right of your screen that you can't get rid of that's global um, in this new launcher, and they got rid of a bunch of other features, which I'm sure we're going to get to here. Problematic voice lines have been removed, which is another way for saying uh, we didn't like what some of our characters said 20 years ago, and so we're going to get rid of them. Uh, like, for example, for no reason at all, Thrall never says Grom, but always refers to him as Hellscream. Out of nowhere, it doesn't make any sense, but they did it anyway. Took the time to pay somebody to do that. Um, all non-English voices have been entirely recast, and the English Arthas has been replaced with WoW Arthas. Translations and localizations are reportedly bad and full of errors. Animations and models have been outsourced to Lemon Sky Studios, who have worked on StarCraft Remaster, Gears 5, Final Fantasy XIV expansions, and a host of other games, which you think would be good, but didn't result in anything good here. Nope. Uh, unit movement, for example, locked to 20 frames per second. The units move as badly and as clunkily as Brood War units did. Some folks on 4chan claim uh, OG Warcraft 3 was like that, but I swear Warcraft 3 units weren't that stuttery and janky. It probably looks even more... um, It might be the case, but it probably looks even more apparent now that we're on modern hardware. Mm -hmm. Zero changes or improvements to any of the in-game cinematics, and only three CGIs, uh, or four of them, were changed. Uh, Both intros, the Arthas versus Illidan, and maybe one other uh, that uh, Eon was unaware of. No new campaigns or storylines. They promised uh, expanded content on Jaina, Sylvanas, and uh, and how Arthas got his horse. New UI was scrapped. Game uses old blocky 4x3 UI with no control group UI. Key bindings can only be changed by editing the any file. That's insane. That one is really bad. Yeah, that's insane. How you even put out a game in 2020? I tried. When I I played some yesterday, I was like, how do I change my hotkeys? That's right, you played some yesterday. Couldn't even change my hotkeys. That's bad. Like, that's real bad. Like, any file changes for that? Seriously? Yikes. Uh, Charging money for new, uh, for extra or new models. Custom campaigns have been completely removed. 3D animated campaign backgrounds and portraits are also gone. Clans are gone. Automated tournaments are gone. Profiles are gone. Ladders are gone. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> Communal chat uh, listings are gone. Also, you're always stuck in the general chat in the bottom right. Cannot hide or opt out or remove it. Chat functionalities are missing, disabled, or removed. You're always online. There is no such thing as playing this offline. Now, TOS changes uh, to the map editor that all new IP and ideas made in the map maker belong to Blizzard. Uh, this means anything you create within the Warcraft 3 uh, environment can never be recreated, which is fine. Um, I don't begrudge them for this. Uh, because they didn't have this line in it before, they missed out on Dota. Yep. And fuck me if they didn't lose a, a lot, lot of, money. of money on that. 
old menu and UI designs have been replaced with reforged designs. Arranged teams has been removed. Reconnection via G-Proxy has been removed. Desyncs and crashes in custom games has been a thing of the past since 2018 with the modernization patches, but they're back. Bot features uh, removed, including online lobby listings and in-game chat available from a browser and competitive custom games. Auto balance and matchmaking ELO systems for each of the custom maps gone. Censorship of lobby and map names. So, for example, if you name your uh, lobby Booty Bay after the map called Booty Bay, some claims said that they got uh, bopped with a kick from hosting for the lobby game. When bots were removed, they gave people the ability to ban someone permanently... Uh, from entering the games you hosted. Now with Reforged, you have to reban them every single time you make a game. Ping and latency are worse in the Reforged patch. I'm going to assume that's probably based on the region and way the way they're handling region stuff. Yeah. Uh, hacks and map hack protections have been reduced or removed. Yikes. Anti-spam protection has been reduced or removed. Re uh, game and replay archives are supposedly being hampered in some way according to forum posts, but not sure how and to what extent. You can no longer create or host private offline skirmishes for yourself via uh, or versus the AI. Which means no pausing skirmishes. Uh, they must be a custom game as part of the custom game lobby and marked as private. This could also be taken in a number of ways, but in their special thanks section, they give thanks to Metzen, Morheim, Pardo, and Bobby Kodak, of all people, but not Sam uh, Didier. Uh, I'm, I'm probably not pronouncing that name right, but who, he's the guy who did the art style, is responsible for Warcraft 3's art style, uh, and uh, a lot of Blizzard's 2000s, 2010 art styles being what it is. Uh, this is revealed as the song he sings, Power of the Horde, plays in the background. So the song that he wrote uh, is playing in the background while the special thanks are playing, but he's not mentioned and he's also responsible for the vast majority of the art that is now beholden to uh, Blizzard's main intellectual properties for nearly a decade. Pretty good, but Bobby Kodak, he's in there. Uh, there's like two more. One sec. Wait. But wait. There's more. There's more. Podcast topics right there. What a shame. What an absolute shit show. Uh, someone found that the text directing people to update their controls via INI editing still lists it as a beta. I think that's it. Maybe. That's it? No, 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 no. Um, they removed the original error icon with uh, Sam's young face on it. Sam Didier is the guy who we just talked about. Um, or Didier, I have no idea how to pronounce his last name, sorry. Young face on it and replaced it with the young woman from the Warcraft 3 dev team. So they just axed him out of everything. I don't know what the fuck he did. Dude, he fucked somebody's wife. But he did some shit. They yeah. got rid of him entirely. Uh, I'm hearing reports that the menu is in HTML, so... <laughs> fuck, I hate when games do that. When the main menu is is a browser. Fuck, PUBG does that. Drives me fucking mm. wild. Uh, confirmation. If you do not have internet access, you can only play the campaign. Period. That's it. 
Custom settings of keybinds still direct players to uh, manually edit the indie file for bindings as it lists the game as being in beta. And the last thing here, if your original Warcraft 3 Frozen Throne installation is updated via Battle.net, it deletes your existing folder of custom maps. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. I don't know what, what else. Are you, what are you even supposed to say you to know, that? Uh, yeah. What are you even uh, supposed uh, to say to that shit? Know, how do you even come up with this? I mean, they weren't ready for this. They weren't ready. This got this got rushed. This got delayed. I know. And it's still like this. This got rushed. This is there. had no reason to. It was in the works for fucking ever. What were they doing? Nothing. It, what this looks like is they they got so far into it, and then somebody they said no, no, and stop. retcon it, yeah, and pulled it out because we stopped caring. Which would be fine if they didn't fuck with everyone's existing fucking version Dude, how, of Warcraft Three. How do you come up with it, Warcraft Three? And you got no ladder, no profiles, no real matchmaking. Like, how do you even come out? How do you even release? Dude, I played three games yesterday. Now, I'll admit, played fine. Mm-hmm. I didn't have these lag issues. Uh, I suspect it depends on the region you're yeah, in. That's I mean, it, it, it ran fine. It looks fine graphically. Yeah. Feels like old. Well, I mean, Warcraft. you could play the original Warcraft with a mod for widescreen. Yeah, it still looked and played fine. There you go. So they didn't do anything special. They didn't there. do anything there. No. But the fact that I queue up and I'm literally getting one out of fifty Koreans that never stopped playing Warcraft three, and today is Christmas to them, and you're just trying to get in there and have some fun, maybe trying to learn a couple things. One giant lump of coal in the And shape then they're of a blade dick. mastering and killing your fucking workers and just fucking you dry. Yeah. Like it ain't no shit. Yeah. And there is nothing you can do about it. That's right. There is no, hey, I'm going to queue up and I'll play against others. Nubs. Nah, motherfucker. Everybody that's playing. The people that have been religiously playing this yes. for like 15 years. Yes. And it's not fun. <laughs> it, that's not fun. That's, that's just not, it's not a good time. It's not no. a good way to learn. No. It's not a good way to enjoy the game. Uh It's sad, dude. It's uh it's it's very very sad. Um Honestly, I was expecting Blizzard to hit a home run with this. That's what I thought. Uh, the last one, the last home run. Yeah. This was this was this was fucking Sammy Sosa before getting popped for peds. Yeah. I mean, this is this is pretty much dead on arrival. Mark McGuire, even more specifically, before getting popped for This is the last home run derby. Let me crank like 40 home runs, easy peasy, and then get taken off the HGH. StarCraft Brood War Remastered is going to have a longer shelf life yes. than this. Yes. Wait. Like, because it was done properly when yeah. they were, when, this when game they is were still capable. Of, this game's done. Yeah. Bro, this is, the, 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 this is, this is over, bro. Blizzard's going to come out soon. They're going to say, oh, hey, sorry, guys, we, we fucked up. We got some big patches coming. We're going to make this right. And people already checked out. This is done. You just don't release a game like this. You just don't. This is this is not, this is a spit in the face of, and you know what? Blizzard was doing so well in the last, like, six months. Like, Blizzard really, the BlizzCon shit was fine. They, you know, they've been saying sort of the right things for the most. I don't know if they were doing well. Well, they, were they just weren't doing what they were doing. They've doing been a passing grade. Listen, they weren't. They, they were in the C's get degrees category. Yeah, yeah. Because before, bro, it was a. It would before that. It was yeah. a shit. I mean, they yeah, couldn't yeah. do fuck all right if they tried. So you were thinking that you know what? 
while Classic was a big hit, they did that shit right. Of yeah. course they did, because it's the fucking game that makes them billions of dollars. Yeah, yeah. Right? But Warcraft 3, they know they ain't fucking making no money. This is a cash grab. How many motherfuckers can we get to buy this game and then th- tell them we're going to throw some money into a tournament to get them excited about it and have them buy it, and then we're just going to release dog shit? You know what I think this is? You ready for your tinfoil hat? You know what I think this is? What? I think this is Activision's way of killing mm. anything that isn't WoW mm. and making sure that people understand that Warcraft 4 is never going to happen. not coming. Oh, this this is a way to yeah. this is a way to get people so disinterested mm. in in Warcraft outside of WoW. Mm. They don't want to put any effort in. That's 200 IQ. They don't want it. They don't want to do any of that shit. That's 200 IQ. They're putting out they're putting this seems like this project was started when there were still enough people at Blizzard with pull yeah. to make the project happen. Yeah. And then as this got closer to release and as the money for making this happen got more and more mm-hmm. and the people that were there with the poll got less and less yep. and Activision's share in decision making got more and more, Yep. it got to the point where Activision said, nope, ax it, retcon everything that doesn't need to be done, put in the stuff that works now and not stuff that needs to be keep, you know, keep be having work done to it and push this shit out the door, and then forget about it. It's done. I don't want to support it online. I don't want to have to run anything that's going to have to be long-term. I want this to get put out that runs on existing infrastructure that we don't have to put any more money into and let it die. And then have people not care about Warcraft outside of WoW anymore because they don't make us any money. That makes sense. And just move the fuck on. That makes sense, Joe Rogan. Your conspiracy is making a whole lot of sense. Release it. It's garbage. They're going to buy it anyway. They're going to hate it. And they're never going to ask for Warcraft again. No. And so they don't have to worry about it. Not that, not that I thought that we were going to get one anyway, but now this has made me positive. Hey, we're going to YouTube Gaming. Never ask for StarCraft again. Never ask for Warcraft again. No. Never ask for uh, Heroes of the Storm. Hearthstone. Never ask for any of this shit. Overwatch. Done. That, that's it. That's the show. World of Warcraft. That's the sh- done. That's it. Milk. That's it. That's it. And Overwatch is going to be done. Well, Overwatch has only got one teat still producing milk at this point. That's it. And their teats are chapped and red. And every time you go, it, it complains. Like, ah! You know what it's going to be? Call of Duty. Play well, the Call of Duty League that they just announced is going to be on Call uh, this. Of course. But you know what? You know what? Call of Duty belongs on YouTube. Yes, it does. It doesn't belong on Twitch. Nobody, nobody really gives. Well, a- does it? Because the people playing Call of Duty skew older. There, I mean, like, but you the, know what? The, the Call of Duty Bros yeah. and YouTube is like ultra Gen Z. Yeah, but you know what? Shit. Call of Duty also has been groomed on YouTube because yeah. Call of Duty really it is starting to make a little bit uh, of a push on Twitch in terms of like you do have consistent streamers, but with all the YouTube montages. And all the shit that Call of Duty had over the years, because let's not get it twisted, man. Call of Duty is more popular on console than it is on PC. And I just find console-related stuff was more skewed towards YouTube simply because of the way that you recorded and uploaded and shared your, your stuff. I think that that is a good spot for Call of Duty. Yes, yeah. Uh, so I get that. 
Overwatch, that's a Twitch thing, man. Ain't nobody going to fucking YouTube to watch Overwatch content. Very minimal. Very minimal. There might be fucking five YouTube channels in existence that is getting over 10,000 views a video for Overwatch on YouTube. As a, as a side note, I, I do have this. I know Eon's been pinging me uh, two or three times about this now, but I, I know about it. It's in my list. We just haven't talked about it yet, but it's here. Is my end note to all of this is right now, it's not one or two, it's multiple reports where it's pretty hard to get a refund from anything at a Blizzard. They make it, the, it's, it's a bit of a maze to get from point A to point B to get your refund. They're currently banning people on their forums for helping other people find where the refund section is to get a refund on, on Reforged. Two-week bans are being, are being handed out right now for it. So, fuck them. I'll never, I'm not going to touch that game until there's a ladder. I can't even, pl- bro, I can't play. Which means you're never going to play the game. Yeah, that shit ain't coming. The only two, the, the only thing I can think of that shit ain't coming. That would happen. You ain't even going to profile. Be, they'll, they're going to they're gonna fix some of the really particularly broken things. But they're going to do probably what they've done before. Where they're going to come out with a social media post mm. that's like the boilerplate response of, Jeff, we hear you. We understand that you're not particularly pleased with how this, this, this came out. And neither are we. We should have taken a little bit more time to give it the extra bit of elbow grease to make it the game that you wanted to play. And so, we're going to do that just for you. Coming up over the next couple months, we're going to have a series of posts related to the fixes that we're going to have for Warcraft 3 Reforged to make sure that we bring this closer to your expectations moving forward and up to the standard that Blizzard is known for. They won't mention Activision. They'll say the standard that Blizzard is known for. It ain't known for anything too high anymore, I'll tell you that much. Game's dead on arrival, boys. It's Ogre. It's Ogre. Blizzard as we know it, it's gone. It's done. Which we've said for a long time now. Oh, it's it's But if it isn't apparent well, if it wasn't apparent to you before Oh, it's gone. It's done. This has gotta be They're going to YouTube. This is this has bro, gotta be they gone to YouTube, bro. This they killed they've killed off all their esports. It's it's GG, man. What's next? Fuck fuck that shit. Oh, G here. What? Ninja. Yeah, I didn't see that in there, so I thought oh, I'd throw it in there. Oh, they reportedly, they, they, the, the alleged how much he got paid Between to go Between 20 to. and $30 million, yes. which I do believe that is yes. exactly what we figured he was getting paid. I think so. Between 20 we and might, $30 we, million. Uh, we might have batted a little high. No, in some, Shroud, I said up oh, to 50. Shroud, we said up to 50. Oh, okay. I was mm-hmm. getting conflated who we said up to no. 50. Ninja, I literally said 20 to $30 million. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yes. Because if you think about how many years it would be, and then what he'd make otherwise, and then yeah. sweeten it a bit. Yeah. You're looking at twenty or thirty. Million. I mean, if it's a two year deal, yeah. right? That's ten million a year, assuming yeah. that's on the low end. Say he already makes seven million a year himself. Yeah, you know, he's giving some little exactly icing on the cake, which you have to if you're going to make a move like that. Yes, you need retirement money outright for your grandchildren, mm. which he got. Mm. Halo Combat Evolved PC test starts in February, so for February, the original Halo. In the Master Chief Collection of the PC, they're starting the tests. If you want to be, uh, if you want to be ready for that and be a part of that, you get to sign up to be a part of the Halo Insider program. Have the Master Chief Collection installed. 
uh, and wait to see if you're contacted to see if you're going to be amongst the first to play. But otherwise, they are still aiming right now. It's still planned to have all the Halos for the Master Chief Collection released this year, 2020. There you go. They're still on target, still on track for that, which makes sense because, like I said, I'm pretty sure they're going to use this as a vehicle to keep Halo on the lips of everyone throughout the year until Infinite's release with the Xbox Series X. Bango, and then it's going to pop, and then shit's going to be real, and they better not fuck that bad boy up because I will be sad. Mm. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn team have calls out for employees that uh, make it look like they are indeed considering some form of multiplayer for the sequel. I don't know how I feel about this. The only version of a, of a Horizon Zero Dawn multiplayer that I would be even remotely okay with... Co-op. ...is and if you're doing some sort of co-op... That's it. ...Monster Hunter type shit. I don't even want to see... Let Monster Hunter be Monster Hunter. Yeah. All right? Well, it would be Monster Hunter insofar as that the combat within Horizon Zero Dawn yeah, is already similar monster, monster to Monster Hunter. Hunter. Yeah. Um, and so... Uh, and so you'd be, getting, you'd be getting that. So maybe it's just challenges to get bosses and things like that i don't know if i necessarily want a co-op campaign mm. but if you give me the 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 meat which is like the the combat with these uh with these robots and then make it uh like uh monster hunter-esque in that you have a goal you get your party together you go do the thing mm. make it harder and harder get, get maybe get some rewards some cosmetic type shit I think the possibilities are there, and the combat in Horizon Zero Dawn 1 was dope as fuck, so if they make it even better, and then you throw in a little bit of multiplayer, then maybe that's that's pretty good, too. There you go. Uh, I'm almost positive it's going to come to the PC. I don't think that's rumor. I, I'm, I'm, I'm almost positive you're going to see it, and I think you're going to have it announced at E3 of this year, and I think it will drop um, sometime this year or early next. You're going to see Horizon Zero Dawn on the PC. Uh, and then and go from there because we're already getting Kojima's game mm -hmm. on the PC, and it's the same engine. Mm -hmm. So you fucking know they're working on Horizon Zero Dawn. It's coming. Uh, top twenty lists for the best-selling games in the U.S. was released by the NPD. This kind of stuff is always kind of fun to see what's tracking uh, in our neck of the woods. Uh, and so here we have it: 2019's top twenty. Best-selling games of the year. All right. Big shocker. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2019. Woo! They That's did number, it again. Number one. Number two. Shocking giving how bad it is. Woo! NBA 2K20. How do these games sell so much, man? Jesus fuck. Madden NFL 20. I mean, Madden NFL 20 went under the radar in that it wasn't like it was really categorically terrible. It was just another Madden game. NBA 2K20 is a broken pile of dog shit, so the fact that it's number two is shocking to me. I'm also surprised that Madden is below NBA on this yeah, list. that's true, yeah. Uh, Borderlands 3 in the number four spot really surprises me. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11 at number five is also a bit of a shocker. Damn. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order at number six. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate at number seven. Kingdom Hearts 3 at number eight. Tom Clancy's The Division 2 at number nine. Mario Kart 8 at the number 10. fuck is Mario Kart 8 up there? Because Nintendo. Nintendo. Year on year, you'll see that. Thing. That'll probably be in the, still in the top 20 next year. That's just insane. Or this year. Grand Theft Auto 5, number 11, which is very interesting because that's an old-ass game. Yep. And it just keeps selling because the online portion yep. is substantial. Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, in fact, that was below Grand Theft Auto 5. <laughs> 
which is even crazier. Minecraft. Minecraft at 13, <laughs> not a shocker. That game, man. But it just doesn't go away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big shocker for me, FIFA 20 is at 14. Good. Keep, that's, keep falling. That's wild that it's 14. Keep falling. Anthem somehow made it to 15. What the fuck? And, All right, man, what the? Again, this is only the U.S., right? So just keep that in mind. Oh, okay. But it's still indicative of probably all of North America. Fuck. Which means, which, which, which now that I think about it, that's why FIFA is in number 14, because we're talking about the U.S. Yeah. But uh, still, Anthem somehow made it to 15 on this list, which means, yikes. Fake-ass list? No, it's not fake. This is from the NPD. This is, this is actually just market data. This is outright. This is the reality. You might not like it, but this is what it looks like. Pokemon Sword at number 16. Resident Evil 2, 2019. Uh, at 17, Luigi's Mansion. I'm happy to see Luigi's Mansion Dude, crept up on this list. Play. I need to play that shit, man. I, need I can't wait to see how many copies of that at 18, what that means, because just the thought that Luigi's Mansion 3 is in the... For 2019, That's it came crazy. out late. That's crazy. That is a late bloomer. Yeah. And it hit it. I hear good things. Uh, Days Gone at number 19, and number 20, New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. That is a Wii U title coming in hot and fresh... For 2019 in the number 20 spot. Yikes. Uh, let's just break down uh, a couple of the top spots for the co individual consoles. For the Xbox, Call of Duty. Same for PlayStation, Call of Duty. Um, interesting that on the Xbox, Madden is more popular. And then on the PlayStation, it's NBA. Uh, those two things swap. And then uh, past that, it seems Borderlands, very popular on the Xbox. Uh, Nintendo Switch games, the ultimate... Toppers for these bad boys. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Mario Kart 8, Pokemon Sword, Luigi's Mansion 3, and a new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe is the number five spot on the Nintendo list. I don't even... Yo, it's fucking wild. Uh, and then the 3DS, no surprise here, Ultra Sun and Moon for the 3DS, as the 3DS is kind of just out there in the wild for people to buy shit. Uh, and then Persona 2, uh, Persona Q2, New Cinema Labyrinth. I don't even know what the fuck that game is at number three. There you go. That's for the U.S. Pretty wild. Uh, I'm very shocked that, that sports titles just keep selling like they do. People have yet to figure out that they could still just keep playing. And buy like a sports title once every three years. And then you'll get like actual demonstrable changes between the games that you're playing. Mm. But people keep buying them. Uh, next up on our list of things to talk about, Temtem, which I played some of. Temtem. Temtem, good game, broken as fuck right now. Temtem. Um, in fact, I lost five hours of com uh, of progress. Oh. Because everything is server side, and their servers were buckling and not, and not, uh, saving. and not pulling and saving, and so I restarted and lost five hours content. Temtem. Which means I stopped playing Temtem. Of course. Uh, I'll wait until... It it's, works. It's working appropriately. Tem -tem. I, I will put up with a lot of bugs, but the one thing I won't put up with is having to redo content over again. I just won't. I don't have the time for it. I don't give a fuck about it. I'll let somebody else do that shit. It ain't going to be me. Temtem, very good. It is Pokemon. Full-blown, 2v2 uh, kind of deal. Some different combat mechanics. I think the combat mechanics are great. I like them. There's a lot of quality of life stuff. The Pokemon should have had about 15 years ago that it doesn't still, that mm. Temtem has. Uh, that's great. I think the visuals work. I think the audio is, is fine. The music is good. Everything is just fine. It's just so much fucking Pokemon down to like Professor fucking Oak. Everything is there. It's all Pokemon. Mm. Top to bottom. Tem Tem. Uh, Alan Wake was quietly released on the Microsoft Store. 
So if you haven't played Island Wake yet and uh, you were wanting to play it and it's don't, on the PC. Don't, because it's on the Microsoft Store. Uh, that would be the only real major problem there is on the Microsoft Store. I actually really liked Alan Wake. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But what I'm thinking is if it just released on the Microsoft Store, sequel question mark? Well, they, when they originally released the game, they were already planning Alan Wake 2 before the game even fucking released. Then the yeah. game released and then they didn't end up making Alan Wake 2. Yeah. So maybe they're actually going through with it now, but maybe not either. Yep. Who knows? Uh, Konami is rumored to have two Silent Hill games in development. Konami eventually responded to these rumors saying that they are in fact looking at ways to continue the franchise and uh, and paying you know close attention to the, what the community has been talking about to figure out how they're going to take the uh, franchise in the future. And I have here, please God, no pachinko machines. <laughs> I actually <laughs> don't want Konami to do Silent Hill, but they're yeah. the only people that can right now. Yeah. And so that's just something I'm going to have to live with. I'm going to keep it real. I think Silent Hill needs to die. I think it, I think. It definitely. If Resident Evil is still here, Silent Hill does not need to fucking yeah, die. I, Silent Hill just needs no, to not be with Konami. No, Konami. I think that the fact that we have Resident Evil, we don't need, we don't need Silent <laughs> they're Hill. They're wildly different horror games. Wildly. They are, but they're not. And Silent Hill. I'm going to be real. We're going to it's be on opposite that, ends. It's not Silent better. Hill 2 is the greatest horror game of all time. Nah. And Silent Hill for atmosphere, shits. No. Nah. Wildly. Story, shits. Wildly. St- story, yes. Every Basically everything nah, about Silent nah. Hill is better than Resident Evil. I can't. I can't. Almost go. categorically. I can't go there. <laughs> I can't go. I think Resident Evil 2 is better than Silent Hill 2. No. And if we got, and if we got PT that came out. That Kojima was doing that was basically the Silent Hill 2 extension, and you put that up against Resident Evil of any kind that exists today, it would take massive fucking dumps all over it. I don't know, man. Resident Evil 7 VR, we had the Silent Hill VR that was going to come, looked very similar, except we actually got one. The other one we didn't get. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. I've been playing a bit of Silent Hill 2. Uh, it is a classic. It's a great game, but I cannot put it on the level. I, I'm a I'm a Resident Evil guy over Silent Hill guy. I just am. I see the appeal. I can't hate on people that love the game and think it is the greatest horror game of all time. I just have to go with my Resident Evil, and I really feel like Silent Hill. It's it's never been as popular as Resident Evil. And it's because it's not an action game. Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, it's a survival horror game. It's very, it's very, it's very similar to to Resident Evil. It really is. Resident Evil uh, was a bit more action based, but even the old ones, Director's Cut two, three, it wasn't as crazy. It got crazy. Resident Evil got very action like beyond that. Mm-hmm. But before that, it was the very survival horror. I think that Resident Evil is doing it well. Today, the remakes are good. I would much rather see a Silent 2 remake done well like the Resident Evil 2 remake than what I would to continue to see what they're going to do with Silent Hill. I think if we could get that re-experience in 2020, like we did with Resident Evil 2, and they did it well, we know that they can do it. Well, that's, that's then, what... I mean, then every, I'm down for that. But Everyone I, would be on but board. But I'm not then. sure I want... Oh, I'm, like I said, uh, I don't want Konami. I don't want Konami to do Silent Hill. The problem is, I don't have a choice. Yeah, they're the license holders. Yeah, I don't get to choose who does uh, Silent Hill. My vote is, my vote is, no more. 
My vote is let it stay a classic, let it stay great, and move on. We got enough of this shit already. If they're going to come up with Silent Hill, I loved what they were going to do. But even what they were going to do, I'm not even sure that works today. Because we've now had it. And, you know, there was something different about that Silent Hill demo that it was exciting, new, fresh, scary. But it's that was years ago now. Like, what, three years ago? Feels like three years ago. We've seen a lot of horror come within that time that have done what they did but not in the in that world i feel like they would need to push it even further and do something like wow people mm. uh like they did during that demo well, they'd, to they'd, get they'd, face, they'd face the exact same problem as the next resident evil game is going to face mm. and in fact i have that on my list right now resident mm. evil 8's first info has been leaking mm. and it's another first person game is the rumor right now. Ethan from Seven is the protagonist. First person, zombies return. New enemy type, werewolves, woo baby. New stalker enemy type, woo baby. Chris Redfield shows up probably on HGH. <laughs> like, they're facing the same problem as Resident yeah, Evil. Yeah. We've done this. Yeah, we have. Shit, we're even bringing back Seven's protagonist. Yeah. So it, it's not that there's too much of it or whatever the fuck. There's more than enough room for more than, more than one mainstream horror title that does first person. Mm-hmm. Like, there's more than enough of that shit. And in fact, Resident Evil 7 probably took an awful lot from PT because PT was in development before Resident Evil 7 was. It's possible. Uh, and so I... I just saw they, what they did with 7 was so unique because... Well, it was VR, so it's going to yeah. feel unique in the first but place. But even with the puzzles, early. like finding things and then doing the puzzles like in your face, it was like a beautiful mix. The PT, the crazy thing about PT was how how it tracked what you were doing in the environment and what it changed in the environment. So it wasn't like like figuring stuff out and stuff happening, triggers in the environment were... Mm. were it was monitoring how you played and reacted to it, which nobody has done and, and to the degree that they were doing. To the point where people were still finding new mm. events within a demo mm. years later. Mm. And people the, the people were so ex- excited for this shit that they were that they were before it was taken down, everyone saved it to like their P- their PlayStation and left it yeah, there so, they so that it. they can have it. Yeah. And then people have been dissecting it. People were hacking it recently to uh, that they got outside of the house and they were exploring like the fucking street outside the house and shit. Like uh, this is big. the The fact that you would get that you would have been getting Silent Hill done by Kojima is like a fucking wet dream. Mm. Um, I'm not gonna lie; it looked great. Least. No, it looked great. Uh, so I don't, I don't like, I, I, I don't want Konami to do Silent Hill. I just don't want any more of these games because I'm enjoying what little bit we have, and I f- feel like if we get more people jumping on this shit, that um, it's just gonna ruin it for me. But who knows? If they do it great, I won't complain. If we get something like they they had before, and it gets me excited, especially if it's VR, I'm in. I'm going to spend the money. I'm going to spend the money. But I don't know, man. Uh, Resident Evil 8 is going to be VR. Oh, of course. Be first I mean, yeah, this shit, that's, this this shit that like, they did. This yeah. just looks like it's a direct yeah. continuation of 7. I loved I loved 7 so much. I 7 is my favorite horror f- game of all time now. Yeah. Of all time. And of any, any game. Uh, it's kind of hard to compete with a with a high fidelity VR horror game. Of course, because but, I mean, horror games horror games outside of VR, they can you have to be really fucking good at creating um, 
you know, that ambiance. Yeah, that, the atmosphere. That, the atmosphere. Ha- yeah. like, that is super difficult yeah. because we've been playing them for so many years. We're desensitized. It's like watching a horror movie, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. The only thing that really changes is that when you put that VR on, you have nothing else yeah. outside of you. You don't it, even know you're in a, a room anymore. And it puts you're you there. in the game. So yeah. it changes yeah. It changes everything, yeah. and it makes it a little easier for them to build that, yeah. uh, that, that atmosphere, uh, and so it's going to change it in big ways. So there you go. There's your Silent Hill and Resident Evil uh, news. There you go. Uh, at the same time. There you go. Uh, yeah, I, I just my my wet dream is Konami sells Silent Hill to literally anyone. <laughs> just get anyone. Just, yeah. Just get it the fuck away from Konami. Give it to Capcom. All Konami's been doing is making pachinko machines for like the last decade. Give so it to Capcom. Fuck yes. Get anyone. Give it to them. I really don't care who it is. Yeah. Give it to anyone else. And that's all we've got for gaming news, Jeff. Mm, uh, In World Health News, World Health Organization, hot, hot off the presses, coronavirus officially a World Health epidemic. Great. Wonderful. If anyone didn't already know that, because they should have called that about a week ago, mm. well, now you know. There you go. If you're in North America, don't worry about it. You're fine. Don't really, seriously. Please remember that the amount of people that are making money on making this a bigger deal than it, than it needs to be for people outside of China it's is insane. immeasurable. Oh, yeah. Don't. Remember, we're, we're millennials. We've been through bird flu, swine flu, flu flu. We're going to survive. Flu cubed. Yeah. You know, every lit, the but, list the list of shit that people came up with and said, this is going to end the world. You know what we got? Just don't. We got cold effects. That's right. Pop them. Pop them now. Start popping them now. Ladies and gentlemen, want to give a shout out to our sponsor. Hit it! NordVPN. And come next week. Yep. We're going to have a second sponsor up in this bitch. Damn! Oh, I've been working. Damn! And it's for a year. Huh? Yeah. That means we have to do the podcast for at least one more year. We're locked in for at least a year, boys. (laughs) (laughs) Unless that Patreon drops too low, then I'm going to have to let that sponsor know we, we had to cancel. NordVPN. That's right. Promo code OTT. Get yourself a virtual private network, which means you can stay anonymous. That's right. You can do whatever you want to do on the interwebs. You want to go to China without getting the flu? You can do it via NordVPN. That's right. Virtually. You want to watch Netflix in a different region because they got a show or a movie that you can't watch where you're from? NordVPN it. That's right. You want to watch, I don't know, a clip about the virus on Twitter, but it is not available in your region? NordVPN fix you up. Means you're probably in China at this moment right now. Yeah. Or you're in Canada and it's a U.S. thing and yeah, for some reason too. just don't want you to watch it. That's it's right. NordVPN. Up to six simultaneous connections. Six. Six. At the same time, that's what simultaneous means, guys. That's technology. That means if you, your girlfriend, your hubby, you know what six your aunt, is your uncle, Mandarin? your children, they all want to get on it. What is it? Six. I actually don't know. And neither do I. But six simultaneous, high speed mm. connections. 30 day money back guarantee, which means you use it for 30 days. You don't like it. Get your money back. No harm, no foul. Yep. But you are going to like it because it's fire. NordVPN, promo code OTT. Mm. If you're listening to this via audio, that's nordvpn.com slash 
O-T-T. Pretty simple. 70% off, folks. That's less than a grande cinnamon dolce latte a month to stay safe. That's right. While you at Starbucks. Yes. Literally. Don't open your network to all the other weird, expensive coffee drinking hipsters. Don't do it. Don't do it. Somebody's looking for your banking info. That's right. So that they can buy another pair of frame or, or glassless glasses. You know those the look. naked selfies you've been taking on your phone? Hacked. Yep. Not with NordVPN. Not with NordVPN. As you're holding that Grande Cinnamon Dolce Latte, you could have thought to yourself, wow, this could have been a month subscription and some. Yep. But instead, I'm drinking a $6 Grande Cinnamon Dolce Latte, not including tip. And they're looking for a tip, which means if it's six twenty-five, they're looking for that that even seven. That's two months of NordVPN, folks. Two. Still, they still don't get your name right. They ain't they fuck it up every Ever. time. Spell it Jeff with a G again. I dare you. I dare you, Starbucks. I do not want a smiley face in my Grande Cinnamon Dolce Latte. They're coming at you with that J E O F F. I don't want that. J E O F. They're coming at you with that that J O U G H. NordVPN. They support the the uh, the podcast, which means when you're ready to get a VPN service, you're going to support them. You're going to use that promo code OTT. It's safe. It's beyond affordable, and on a three year term, that's all kinds of win. That's all I got. Boom. There's my plug. What segment are we at now, Jeff? Movies and TV. Patreon.com slash lag TV. We're falling. Do it. We're falling. We need to be lifted. We need to be lifted up. I need a Josh Groban in my life. You raise me, me up. up. I want to stand on mountains, Jeff. So do I. Lucasfilm has been rumored to cancel, uh, to have canceled or indefinitely postponed the Obi-Wan Kenobi TV show. I heard. So this is, this is basically what, what, what's been going down. Um, they indefinitely put it on hold. Yes. Which means they let go of everybody. The whole crew, um, except for like the main uh, the main stars, but they're still on indefinite hold. But we're talking the whole production crew. Hundreds of people yeah. have been, have basically are now able to go out and get other work, do other things during that time. Um, and I'm hearing it is because of script problems. And Kathleen Kennedy did not like... Uh, the direction or where they were. Uh, you know what this- that means? It would have been really fucking good. Probably. Uh, <laughs> so I believe that we will get Obi-Wan at some point. Yeah. But it ain't going to happen anytime soon. Uh, it ain't going to happen anytime soon. And the fact that everybody is indefinitely put on hold and they're all going to get new work, they're looking for stuff to do, that's not a good sign. It means they ain't going into production anytime soon. Jeff, I... Hate is a strong word. It really is. It's a very strong word. It's overused. Hate is a strong word that's overused. But I can say definitively and without hesitation that I hate Kathleen Kennedy and I've never met her in my life. I don't even know if I could pick her out if I looked at pictures. But yet, I want her to no longer be on the lips of anyone or anything that I am personally involved with ever again. Yeah, like you said, (laughs) Obi-Wan is trans now. (laughs) Jesus Christ. <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy. I'm a, bruh. 
You know what? Oh, oh I hate her. I'm just going to keep it. I'm going to keep it real because I always keeps it real. I don't even want an Obi-Wan show. You know why? Because we were getting, what, four episodes? It was like a four-episode thing. Yeah. Uh, we don't know if they're 30 minutes or an hour, but we'll say they're an hour. Probably 22. We're getting probably. We, we're, <laughs> we're getting at most probably four hours, yeah. two to four hours of Obi-Wan yeah. Yeah. in a time period that we've already, you know, I, 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 part of me is just grateful that this is on an indefinite hold. As much as I would love to get Wait until Kathleen Kennedy isn't there. Yes. Then do it. Yes. I think I think Colin Trevorrow is going to come in. I think he's uh uh, uh Trevorrow uh is going to come in. I think he's going to be he's going to take over Kathleen Kennedy's um spot. Um and it's going to be it's just going to be better. I think right now, dude, you want to know you you want to Here's my hot take. Put that on. Get on the tinfoil. I think they are quite literally destroying every character we've ever loved in Star Wars. <laughs> That's accurate. And they're doing it purposely. Oh, okay. Oh, they're pulling an Activision. I think they're pulling an Activision. Okay. I got my, my tinfoil hat on right now. All right. Okay. All right. I think that these motherfuckers literally want the new generation mm. to be on some baby Yoda type shit. Yeah. And they want to bring, you know how Star Wars is always for kids? Yeah. Shit like that. I think they're literally are we, turning are we Star Wars into quite literally for kids. For kids. Okay. That's where I think we're going with Star Wars. Okay. I think I I, I think the grown up stuff uh it's gone. I think our love, it's gone. Yeah. Uh Okay. And they're just trying to symptomatically fuck all of us. Systematically even. Systematically fuck everything we love. Yes. And now that Baby Yoda's doing well, mm. whatever they had going with the Obi-Wan shit, they're like, oh, we need more Baby Yoda-like stuff. Let's rewrite this whole thing. Yeah. Because this was just too much Star Wars. The good stuff. Mm-hmm. This shit, we know it works now. We need something cute. We need to sell some toys. We need a baby Obi Wan. We need we need baby something. We need like a. We need baby something. Baby Jawa, dude. I, I don't. I. I. It's it's over. It's over. I'm, you know what I believe? I believe they had a good script. Of course, dude. What did I just say? Yes. If Kathleen Kennedy says that she doesn't like it, yes. Put it in production immediately. Yes. I think we had. Keep I think we had in some- place. She's a great barometer. All you have to do is do everything in the opposite of what she thinks is good. Yes. If you do that, yes. you will instantly have Oscar-winning movies. Bro, I'm telling you right now, Kathleen Kennedy looked at the success. And I'm not talking... Listen, all the Star Wars movies out have been financial successes, okay? They've all made billions of dollars. Congratulations, Kathleen Kennedy. I could Kennedy. have wrote something that would yep. have made a billion dollars exactly. in Star Wars. All right, but you know what Kathleen Kennedy has yet to have? Other than an intelligent idea, that. But other than the Force Awakens, Sex. which which was still probably that too, <laughs> she has never gotten the the fans' approval across the board like she did with the fucking Baby Yoda show. And you know what? I think she go. She's thinking to herself, "I need another one of that to ride off into the sunset." 
I need another Mandalorian-type show. And the one that they have been producing and working on with Obi, getting the actor back, getting him excited to get back in here, because just, I think, at like uh, the last Star Wars convention or whatever, whatever they, when they announced this shit, they said they had the script. It was ready. They're going into production. Everything's fire. It's happening. It's great. We're on stage. Woo! You know, and we're giving you what you love, and everybody's hating Star Wars, but they love this. They're like, yes. Yeah. And then Mandalorian comes out and crushes it. Public somehow. 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 <laughs> and it's not good. No, somehow. It's not even good Star Wars. But it's different. So in that way, it's good. Yeah. But it's it's a Baby Yoda show. You take Baby Yoda out of that show, bro, you don't have a show. No. And it's about the Mandalorian. Well, you take so, Baby Yoda, but Yoda out of it, you have a show, you just don't have merchandise. And you don't have anything to root for. Like you don't. It's just, there's nothing cute about it. No. There's nothing. It is what it is. I think Kathleen Kennedy woke up one morning and said, "You know what? I can't." I actually think she was surprised the shit actually worked because she has good people working on the show. Mm-hmm. But then she goes, "Well, I just need to replicate that." And this script that we have right here, not it. That's not. That's not it. That's not what we have. We need more of whatever's working here. And I think that's what happened. That's my hot take. Bro, fuck a Kathleen Kennedy. Fuck a Kathleen Kennedy. But keep her in. Baby Jar Jar. Just do the opposite of everything she says. Yeah. And I'm dead serious. If you did the opposite of whatever she said, first of all, we wouldn't have had Ryan Johnson doing the second movie. And the people that originally were going to do it went on to make Oscar-winning movies. I need that to sink into her fucking skull for the rest of her life. Yes. Because she'll be sitting at home going, oh, we still made a billion dollars? Well, congratulations. You could have made even more money and won awards with your movie. But instead... It made fans happy? Instead, you fucked the whole thing. So, yippee Kaye, this doesn't surprise me. This doesn't surprise me. We're going to see it come back. And it's not, it's not going to be what we what it just was originally. Get her, just get her the fuck out. Just get her up. Bro, get you know her, what I can't wait her. for? I can't wait for, like, when Kathleen Kennedy is gone. And the next yeah. trilogy starts. Mm. And it's great. And then people go, and then you start to hear all the actors that were part of the shit, people behind the scenes. Oh, yeah. They're all going to start saying subliminal shit like, hey, now that we can actually Mark Hamill's already do been this. doing that oh, for yeah, he, well, four he get, years now. He's been giving zero fucks. Same with fucking, what's his face, uh, Finn, yeah. uh, uh, John Boyega. Yeah. He's just, he gives zero fucks now. He's just been saying it how it is. He gives zero fucks, bro. Kill him. I guarantee there's probably going to be a documentary on this shit. So, do you, do you know how many like people that work in Disney right now, that work on Star Wars, that got to hold and bite their fucking lip. Yeah. And they want to just go out there and tell people why and the shit sucks. off on it, yeah. Oh, lots of people. <laughs> lots of people. In fact, I'm going to say the only person that doesn't is Kathleen Kennedy. Yep. Uncharted movie got delayed another three months into 2021. I think that this is because um, Tom Holland, who's actually playing... Um, the main character, uh, Ethan, uh, what's his name? Or oh, I can't remember his name. Anyway, the main character in Uncharted yeah. is being played by Tom Holland, okay. who plays Spider-Man, right. uh, who's a great actor. Yes. I think it got delayed because I think Tom Holland is going to be in uh, uh, another Marvel movie. Uh, I think he's going to be in the Sony Venom. Nathan Drake. Nathan name. Drake, there yeah. it is. 
I was thinking Ethan Hunt, but that's Mission Impossible. Mm. Um, I think it's get, being delayed just a few months because I think he's doing another little side project as Spider-Man in uh, a movie. We don't know which one it's going to be, but I think he's going to end up... Cameo, uh, start like a cameo. Spider-Man I cameo? I think he's going to be in the next Venom movie, Venom Carnage. Okay. I think he's going to make a little appearance. I think that's what's going to happen. But only three months, it's whatever. Yeah, that's yeah. There's not really anything to be upset about. Kevin uh, Feige, right? Yeah. Right. Kevin, Kevin Feige. Feige met with Patrick Stewart in the hopes that he could get him to reprise his Professor X role. Kevin Feige's a god. Stewart was happy with how uh, Logan wrapped up his, his time with the character, and so he declined. There yeah. So, for those who don't know, Kevin Feige is going to do uh, what he did with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, he's going to do the same thing um, with the Fantastic Four, uh, X-Men, um, all those types of... He's really working on X-Men. Yeah. Um, and so he's rebooting everything. He went over to Patrick Stewart, and he said, uh, Hey, what do you think about reprising your role? Patrick Stewart said, No, nah, I'm good. Yeah. That character, the way they send off everything. You're not getting any better than that. You're not getting any better. No. So he's just saying, No, nah, I'm going to walk away. He doesn't need the money. No. <laughs> not even a little bit. No. Uh, but you know what? We haven't had X-Men do well in a long time. I can guarantee you, Kevin Feige is going to make X-Men, X-Men fucking fire, bro. Give me Gambit. Oh, you're going to get, bro, you're going to get, you're going to get Gambit. Gambit. You're going to get Cyclops. You're going to get Wolverine. You're going to get. I really don't care about it at all. I just give me Gambit. Bro, I've gonna, seen so many of all of the bro, others at this point. Bro, you're going to Gambit. You're going to get Gambit and you're going to get Chatham, uh, Channing Tatum, Gambit. You give me any, I don't really, it doesn't have to be him. Oh, I want it to be him. Just, I think he, I think he'd be a great he'd one. He'd do a good Dude, job. X-Men is going to be nuts, bro. X-Men, honestly, I can see X-Men being better and more exciting than the Avengers. Well. They should be because you know what? The thing about X-Men is that aside from a couple of characters, there's less characters that are like super overpowered that the movies have to like tone the fuck down just mm. to make the story work. Mm. Whereas with the Avengers, it was like you have literal gods. Gods. Yeah. Everyone's just a god. Yeah. And then there's like green fucking... Hulk? Uh, no, not... Uh, no, fucking uh, the air... Uh, the, uh, Hawkeye is who I'm trying to think of. Yeah. Hit, here's an arrow. Here, I, I'm a I god. Ran, I ran out of arrows. Yeah, I'm, I'm a sorry. god, actually. So that arrow, it's not working. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. It's a good shot. I'm sorry, though. not sorry. I mean, it was a good shot. You, was, hit, you hit where you were aiming. Yeah, but I have this force field around me that is unpenetrable. But I actually eat worlds. Mere, mere mortals. And so, so that yeah. arrow, just that ain't it. Nah, bro. It's not it. And you're gone. So. so that's the nice thing about X-Men is that while that kind of shit does exist, like the Phoenix Force shit and all that kind of crazy, there, there is some mm. not-so-shit in X-Men. Mm. You can more easily navigate around it, I feel, mm. than you can with something like the Avengers. So there you go. There you go. Yeah, I was trying to say a green arrow was coming into my mind. That's not the right no, universe at all. It's Hawkeye. That's the opposite. Uh, Taika Waititi talks, uh, in talks to possibly direct a Star Wars film. How do you feel about that? I feel fine. He's directed, uh, I do believe he directed at least one Mandalorian. Um, he actually played uh, the robot as well. Bang, 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 ding, ding, ding. I'm pretty sure he played that robot in 
you know, it, you know, the in Mandalorian, the one that was shooting. Oh, that. Oh, that yeah. was it. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Oh, okay. He also played the awesome <laughs> dude in Ragnarok as well, the fucking rock guy. Oh, seriously, that's him too. Yeah. I had no fucking dude. Clue. Taika Waititi is. He's super, on a bit of a fire streak right now. Eh? Well, he's create. He creates fire movies. Did you see the Hitler one yet? The whatever the that recent one they did. Uh no, no. Neither I'll wait till that comes Apparently on Plex really and I'll watch it. Yeah. Apparently, it's really good. Yeah. So Taika Waititi, hell yes. You you you. You say Taika Waititi. I say yes. I say yes. That I say yes to yeah. every day of the week. Let him write it. Yep. Let him direct it. Yep. And if you're doing a trilogy, let him do all. Let of him them. do all of them, or at least let him write all of them, so that Keep we have a fucking story. Consistent, please. Please. Yes. For the love of Christ. Oh, he directed Ragnarok. He did. Oh, okay. Ragnarok was fire, dude. It was the best Thor it's movie the, we've had. Actually, it might be honestly, the best movie. It's in one. The, of, it's it's. <laughs> it might actually. It's definitely top three of the best. It's it is uh, top three for solo sure. uh, Marvel films that yeah. there is. Yeah, for sure. I think of the solo ones, it's I think, well I think written. It is the best. It's witty. It's fun. Yeah. It 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 was like um it was like uh Jane um um what's his face that did Guardians um. That got in trouble for his jokes about children and oh, I know who you fuck. mean. I can't think of his yeah, name somebody. Right now. Somebody's gonna say it in the chat. Uh, James uh, Gunn. Thank you. I got there. Uh, so Gunn's. Uh, he's 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 got a style like Gunn does. Yeah, and it's fun. Yes. Um, you know, you tell me James Gunn is gonna direct a Star Wars movie. I'm in. You tell me Taika Waititi is going to direct, uh, I'm in. Um, there's a few directors out there that they announce it for Star Wars, and I immediately, as long as Disney, but here's the good thing. You have somebody like Taika Waititi that's going to do a Star Wars. He isn't going to do it unless Disney allows him to do his story. Yeah. Kind of yeah. like what fucking Ryan Johnson need, did. He doesn't need... Star Wars. No, he doesn't. Not so at all. If they're not going to let him do it, he'll no, just he's not. not gonna, because he's not going to fuck. He's not. Dude, you fuck up a Star Wars movie. Yeah, you're done. Bruh, they, people ain't going to let that down. No. People are not going to let that down. So they're not, they're not going to do that without um, having full reign. And that's the main reason why Kathleen Kennedy had fired so many fucking directors throughout her reign uh, as head of Star Wars. Because those directors were given pushback. And they're like, nah, bitch. That is not... that. Do you want my... You hired me for my style, motherfucker. Do you I want to no, direct do you this want, movie? Do you want this or do you want some cookie cutter bullshit? Because if you want the cookie cutter bullshit, give it to J.J. Abrams. Yeah. Because he will package it as beautiful looking cookie cutter bullshit. And he'll do that. And he's known for doing that. And nobody will blame him at the end of that. Because they know what you're getting. But if you want somebody like us... And you want to hire us because of our reputation and our fan loyalty and what we bring to the table and the uniqueness, then let us fucking do us. If not, fuck yourself. And that's why so many people have left. And that's why so much, there's been so much uh, shit going on. So no, Taika Watiti will do it and he'll do a great job if he actually can fucking tell his story. If not, he won't do it. But yes, I'm down for that. Yeah. Uh, apparently one of the new Transformers movies that are coming is going to be a live action Beast Wars. Remember Beast Wars on TV I back do. in the day? I do. It's a good show. It was fun. And I guess I guess you know the other day uh, when somebody asked me before I knew the news, you know, what I want a live action Beast Wars, I said fuck no, please no. 
And the more I thought about it, the more I was like, you know what? Maybe I do want that. Mm. I just need it to to uh, not be what we've been getting in Transformers. Wasn't it a video game point. as well? Didn't Beast Wars come out with a video game? Probably, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Mm. But the uh, no, I can't think of it off the top of my head. But um, it was a really good show. And it would be different from the standard Transformers, as silly as it sounds, just because you've got animals versus mm-hmm. versus robots. Ver, well, they're still robots, but animals ver, versus cars, mm. right? And and transportation, basically planes and all that shit. Mm. So like it, it's good. Uh, I I think I'm I'm for it. I just need to know who's going to do it. I can't, dude. Who is, I, it that, I, who is it that's been doing all of them up to this point again? Friggin' um, Michael Bay. Michael Bay. <laughs> yep. No, no more Michael Bay, dude. Michael Bay, just you know what? Michael, Get Michael Bay Michael's far just, away just from st- Transformers. Just stop the madness, dude. Get him away from it. You know what? Part of me wants Transformers because it's such a great property, but uh, I, I don't want. I don't want, I don't want any more of what we got, dude. That shit is played out, bro. That shit is played the fuck out. You can't even. You can't release a fucking Michael Bay uh, Transformer movie in 2020. You just can't do that. There shit. you go, Taika Waititi doing Beast Wars. Done. Okay. I don't know about that. No, but. that might be a bit, that might be a stretch. JJ, yeah, he might. Yeah, I mean, get, get, you know, get somebody, get somebody that you know doesn't suck, please. Uh, speaking of sucks, Captain Marvel. Uh, the sequel is in the works and could have a new writer and director. Uh, the uh, writer apparently is Megan McDonald uh, or McDonald. McDowell. Who, uh, uh, Mc- McDonald. McDonald. Uh, writer for WandaVision, mm. and looking for a female director as well, allegedly, which wouldn't surprise me mm. because Captain Marvel is more about um, girl power, girl power than it is about making a good movie. Not that this might not end up being a good movie, but yeah. it's obvious that they are being Captain Marvel is very lackluster. Uh, That's being kind. Yeah, that uh, movie was bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Visually yeah. was not good. Yeah, it was acting was made not o- good. Made over a billion. Of course it did. Yeah. Well, you know what? Some people didn't know. But you know what? I actually think it only made a billion because it came out just before Endgame. Oh, if Endgame and came so, out first, I would have been dead. So, like, I think that there was a lot of hype going into that shit um, simply because people thought that maybe there, maybe it would be a tie-in, we get a post-credit scene. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people were fucking amped up for that. We'll actually see if it can make a billion dollars by just around. being a movie in itself. Uh, and I'm honestly, I'm not sure it will. I actually am not sure it will. Especially I can because see it making seven hundred. I can see it making seven hundred, eight hundred million dollars. Yeah. I'm not sure it has the legs and the fandom to get to a billion dollars. I really don't. And even in Endgame, and even in Captain Marvel, I actually don't think Captain Marvel made a big enough impact. Fan base wise, or had a, a too big of a scene or a moment within that to really get people on board. The Captain Marvel that we got, even in the solo movie, not only was the story kind of meh, but the character herself was very dull, was very closed off. You couldn't really root for her or get you know uh, behind this. There was no emotional attachment to the character like you got in all of the other. You know what the only origin good part stuff? of that entire movie was. Mm. Uh, her best friend with her daughter. Yeah, the black chick. That's the only part of the yeah. whole movie that was good. Yeah, everything else was about that movie. There. Yeah, is shit. Yeah, she is. A, what's her name again? A fucking um, played Wonder Woman. Oh, not Wonder Woman. Sorry, Brie Marvel. Larson. Brie Larson, bad actor. 
You so, know what? She's not here's, in this movie. In this movie. In this movie. Her other movies? Fine. She's she's great. Yeah. This movie specifically for whatever reason. She's great. She did not a good job. I thought I don't that, know if it was the writing yeah. or what. Yeah. But it was bad. It was poorly delivered. It was she was abrasive. Yeah. And and um uh, it made it difficult to like connect with the character. I yeah. just didn't give a shit about Captain Marvel through the entire movie. Yeah. Even when they were like the moments where you're supposed to connect with Captain Marvel, I didn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was it was the writing or what, but her acting for that movie was it, not good. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It, it, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll see when she comes into her character a bit more. We'll see what happens. I'm not sure it hits a billion. I'm gonna call out and say it doesn't. I'm saying seven. That's what I'm saying. Between seven and eight hundred million bucks. Uh, which you know is still a success, but I guess like in in you know 2022 or whatever, you know movies basically are, you know successful uh, Marvel movies now are is a billion or not. Uh, so we'll see, we'll see. I'm not I'm not excited for it, but it is what it is. Yeah, I'm not. I'm over superhero movies. I'm just going to keep that. Well, that's the other part. I of had this my I had my end game. Is and that, here's the interesting thing about Captain Marvel is that, like you said, she was part of that end game hype. And she was, and but she didn't really make any major impact that would make fans mm. outside of her her solo film. And now that Endgame is done, yeah, she gets to come out and try and make another movie after Endgame. And everyone's kind of like just breathed out on the superhero shit. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to bring back a character that was only this to begin with. Well, Kevin Feige wanted her to be the face, sort of be the leader of the next. Avengers, right? So, Yikes. yeah. So, I mean, we'll see if they. But well, I don't know. I'm not sure that's going to go down the way it is because I'm. You know, we'll, we'll, it's all going to depend on how well received this next film is and how big it is and shit like that. I right? can't but, wait to see how ham fisted third wave I'm feminist for, shit is going to be X-Men in that now. movie. I'm pumped for X Men. All in I think, on X Men. I think X Men isn't going to be as grand. Isn't going to be as big. I think it's going to be simpler, more contained. Um, we'll be able to get new characters and start a new journey. And I just. I feel like with Endgame, I got the payoff. It was perfectly done, in my opinion. Uh, it was a great journey, and I'm willing to just let all that go. I don't want to redo that journey again, uh, and I don't want to go through the same tropes with new characters and do the whole thing over again. I just don't. I'm over it. Um, if they come out, which they are, it's inevitable, I'll go see them, but it's hard for me to get excited about it now. Yeah, yeah. I'm just... They're going to have to be even better than the last round yeah. to keep your excitement on there because that was like a 10-year yeah, commitment. Yeah. And so you, and almost, you almost get exhausted just thinking about it. I mean, when do, you, when do you get that type of payoff where it actually works? Not often. How many people out there legitimately were upset and are, are pissed off or feel unfulfilled after Endgame? I don't know anyone personally. I actually don't know anyone. It's about as good as you could hope to try and wrap up that It's many almost perfect. It's literally yeah. almost perfect. Some little small things that happen in the movie, they'd be like, okay, maybe they could have done it this way. But ultimately, at the end, you know, we got Infinity War, amazing. Yeah. Which I even liked more than Endgame, but even, even still, Endgame was a perfect bow. You don't hear this, this divisive... Uh, uh, talk amongst fans, no. Marvel fans, that Endgame did it wrong. It was a payoff. It's done. I, I'm, which I'm is, content. Which is, which is why I'm, I'm so lukewarm on, um, on the Black Widow movie. Mm. Oh, I'm the same way. Like, uh, she was part 
of that experience. It's weird to me that anyone that was a part of that experience would even still be progressed as characters in solo films yeah. after Endgame, yeah. especially this close to the release of Endgame. Yeah. Like I and especially one that's that's been there since like midway the series she's or dead. whatever. She's she's dead. Well, I mean, like, but but she's been Black Widow for a long time, like a long yeah. time now, dude. What it is? This isn't like Captain Marvel yeah, at the very is, end that showed up and now it makes sense. This is, it's yeah. Money. Well, I know what it is. It's all money. But it's just it's all, like it's all money. It's all money. And I still, I still hey, think Black Widow, that hey, movie. I think it's going to be fucking a snooze fest. I do too. From beginning, I'm not to end. interested in it, but you know what? It'll probably do well because yeah, it will because Scarlett it's Marvel Johansson. and Scarlett Johansson. Yep. So it is what it is. I think it's going to be a snooze fest in three quarters. Mm. Disney allegedly has 19 live action movies on the way. 19! Disney, slow down. 19! Slow, slow down, Disney. I know you want all the billions, but just slow down. Everything from Cinderella to Chip and Dale. Chip, 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 Chip and Dale! Rescue Rangers! Chip, 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 Chip and Dale! Wow. Like, seriously? Everything. I don't want a so, live action shit. I mean, we've coming. talked about this in the, yeah. in the past. We've joked about it. It's like, you know it's coming. Disney's going to redo every major thing they've ever done, but live action for a new generation of kids and, 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 and adults who have done the cartoons in the past. Now they want to see live action remakes of it. Mm. This is this is the, the milk truck. Oh. It's coming. Yeah. yeah. It's coming. Yeah. 19. Wait for live action Frozen, bro. It's coming. Oh, boy. It's coming. And that's going to make... A gagillion dollars. <laughs> Hold the amount a of money. A gagillion. It's going to be a new term created for the gagillions that it will make. Oh, my God. That's what just happened. That's all I got. Ah, there it is. Tech support. Oh, wait. No, I saw movies. Yeah, you saw some movies. What do you got? Bad Boys. Oh, how did that go? Fire. There you go. Mr. Miyagi was down. Yes. We saw it. Good fucking time, bro. Yeah, I would highly recommend going to check that out in theaters. That, that before only just it goes. came out not uh, a couple weeks ago. A couple weeks two ago? weeks ago. Oh, okay, um, it would have been that long. Fuck, my last two weeks are like it might have been. Might have been. Th- I think it was two weeks ago. It was when Miyagi was here. Yeah, yeah, it just yeah. came out. Um, shit was fire. Uh, it was a good time. It was Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. Doing Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, which is what you wanted it to be. But it was, dude, Martin Lawrence. Real funny, funnier than Will Smith, but that's also the character. Um, little bit of a difference in acting quality. Uh, Martin Lawrence was struggling a little bit uh, towards the beginning of the film with some of the uh, more emotional uh, scenes. There's some stuff that happens in this movie that you're like, whoa, they're going there. Okay. Uh, so there was some nice surprises. A decent story, although part of it was cliche. Um it never felt like, oh, you know, uh, they still did it well. The The main bad guy was really well done. Actor was great. Felt it. Um, good action. Good comedy, but it wasn't a comedy film. It was action mixed in. It was like um, it, the chemistry was so good that it was like Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan. Yeah. Um, but in 2020. It it was it was those characters in 2020. It's done extremely well in the box office. They've already are writing the next one because it's been doing so well. And I'm not even mad about it. Um, yeah. Uh, Michael Bay 
uh, may or may not uh, have his hands on this movie, even though he directed the the, the first two, he did not do this one. Uh, but you can definitely feel Michael Bay in there? all 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 over it. Okay, but in a good way. Okay, all right. It was okay. like it was like if somebody took Michael Bay yeah. and put him on a leash. Okay, and said, "Okay, Michael Bay." How long is this leash? You know, you you know, it's 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 long enough that you 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 you, you trust him, but you also are not going to let your eye not be on him. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Okay, it's like, hey, you know what? Yeah, go ahead. Play on the other side of the yard as long as I can see you. Do your thing. <laughs> That's what this was. Okay. It was nice. Okay. Um, what else did I see? I saw um uh oh, I Kayla and I went out uh for my birthday. Yes. Um uh not on my birthday, but on the Saturday, we went out and saw a movie. Mm. We went and saw finally the um uh um knives knives out. Knives out. What'd you think? We liked it. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Uh it was good. Yeah. It was it's uh, a good movie. Yeah. Ryan Johnson actually It makes you wonder how the fuck he did eight. Yeah. It was smart. Yeah. It was clever. Was well acted. The only downside of that whole movie is Daniel Craig's accent. I actually enjoyed it. Like I enjoyed it, but I, it's a bad accent. Yeah, I don't know if it was intentional. It was intentional. hundred percent. My God, is it a bad? Accent? I enjoy. I enjoyed it a lot. I thought yeah. Daniel Craig was one of the shining moments oh, he, of he, the film. He did uh, a very, very good job, and it was interesting seeing him again. Like I've only seen Daniel Craig as Bond now for like the, like the last few movies that I've seen him in specifically, even yeah. if he's done others. Yeah, and so it was fun to see him in a role that wasn't James Bond. Yeah. Um. So that was good, man. We we really enjoyed it. Um. Like you said, we saw some things coming. Yes, yeah. And then there were things that we didn't see. The twists. The twists. They showed and, up. And the twists actually worked. Yes, they were good. So it was good. And for those who don't know, it's basically a live action clue movie. It's a murder mystery. It's as close to that as it's, you can get. In fact, they call it out in the movie. They actually say clue. This in house the, looks an awful lot like the, cl- the, clue, the clue house. The clue house. Yeah. It's very, it's, yeah, it, that's literally the best way to describe it. Yeah. Um. Really over the top some characters and you're trying to figure out who could do what and then you start seeing things you start remembering what happened before and you're like oh whoa whoa and then you think you have it and then you don't but you kind of do and then you it's a really good uh time it's not a movie you need to rush out and see in the theater no it's definitely a movie you can watch at home but you know what on the big screen it wasn't bad either it was a good time it's good i saw another movie and i saw this the other day what's that uh mercy I think it was. I think it's. I don't know if it's called Just Mercy, or. Uh, but I think it's just called Mercy. Let me see here. Um, I want to get. I want to get it right. Mm. Want to get it right for you guys. Somebody in chat will probably say it before I even before I even get there. Um, so Mercy is. Um, it is starring Michael B. Jordan and. Um, um, Jamie Foxx, and it is about um, just mercy. There you go. It's about a guy that gets put on death row for a murder that he didn't commit. Black dude. It's a ra- it's it's a racially driven uh, film. Mm. Um, it's very evident he didn't do this. And it follows his story, actually follows the lawyer, um, how he created this initiative 
uh, to a Harvard uh, graduate that moved into a small town to help out people on death row, white or black, but the majority of them were black because mm. of, it, because of the the racism and the um, all that stuff. And it's a it's a powerful movie. It was a great move, dude. This movie, I think it's ninety nine percent of Rotten Tomatoes. Damn, shit is. I mean, I've listen. I've got a soft spot because I'm black. Yeah, yeah. I I, I love, I love I, I love these type of um. I like these type of movies that I can um, relate to, but not at that level. But yeah, you yeah. know, um, I don't know. It it's a good fucking movie, bro. It's a powerful, good film that um, has some of the cliche tropes. Of of a you know oh no it's not going our way and oh it doesn't feel like we're gonna get there and then you know good and bad things happen and but holy shit uh there there are multiple scenes in this film that are subtle that just break your spirit and bro I cried I I actually don't think I've cried <laughs> so much. In in uh, there was there was one uh, scene that I weeped. I couldn't believe. I don't know what's happening to me, bro. You had a child, Jeff. I but you know what? Even before my that, son was born, that changes everything, bro. I weeped. I have not wept like this in a movie. I don't think ever. And I've seen some shit, bro. Yeah, yeah. I've seen some shit. I've cried. Dozens of times in films, but there is one specific moment, and usually these moments happen at the end of the movie, and yeah, although yeah. at the end of the movie was also very sad and uplifting and, and all this stuff, tear up, might even shed a few, but halfway deep into this movie, there's a thing, a scene that happens, bro, I just lost it, bro. People in the theater, and I went at, I went at like uh, one o'clock show, yeah. so I get in there. And it's actually pretty packed. And this movie's been out for a while. Um, About half of the theater was packed. It was all like older folks, older white couples and stuff. They're all like, you know, getting other senior citizens' homes and getting out on the afternoon because they can't (laughs) go because it's late. Um, And they're out, bro. Everybody's crying. Sniffles, dude. (laughs) Dude, I was crying so hard that like my nose was running. I, I didn't even care. I didn't even care. I wasn't even trying to mask the fact I was emotionally moved. Just this shit her. was like, dude, I wasn't even fighting it. I was like, bro, I could have been I could have been watching the movie with you. I wouldn't have given a fuck. Just buckets. I don't like, bro, I would have looked at you and said, I can't help this. I'm I, I it just took a, I don't I and I love movies that do that to me. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah. movies that emotionally move me like that. And I remember the movie's like 2 hours 20 minutes. I remember we were uh, I was getting towards the end of the film and I didn't want it to end. Uh, I was just enjoying the the the, 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 the acting and the, the the story and and then uh, after the movie I looked the guy up and I st- watched the documentary on the guy who who was who, who did it this was based on it? yeah it was based on it's just an amazing story guys go out and see this movie you don't have to run to the theater and watch it once again it's not like a theatrical film but um it's definitely a movie you should watch um it's 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 incredible uh by far if I I enjoyed that just as much as I did really any film that I that I've seen uh in the last year. Uh, it, it's up there for me. It's up there. 
the last movie that moved me like this, not emotionally, but one that I was like really, really into was Whiplash. I don't know if you ever saw Whiplash, the drum, the drumming movie with uh, Miles uh, Teller. Um, Never even heard of it, dude. With fuck, what's his face? Big bulky, uh, big jack dude that uh, uh, that uh, plays in Spider Man, plays the news anchor guy. Um, uh, fuck. Anyway, dude, well, go watch Whiplash, bro. You'd fucking love that movie. Yeah, I never watch heard, Whiplash, never bro. Even heard it. Bro, amazing film. Go watch Whiplash. Um, I, I I think it it's on that level of filmmaking. It was great. Just Mercy, make you cry. Oscar. Um, probably not. Probably not. Uh, it's black. Yeah. Uh, probably not. J J K Sim- Simmons. Thank you. Uh, he's in Whiplash. Um, Whiplash, incredible, bro. Whiplash, dude. Um, it's a better movie than just uh, than just Mercy. Whiplash is definitely top twenty movies I've ever seen in my life. Okay, and it is. It's about a university student. How have I not heard about this? this is fucking wild, to dude. Me. Dr- it's, not, it's, it's not like I burn my head, dude. And it's drumming and shit, like um, yeah, yeah, drumline, drumline, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. or not drumline. It's a uh, like a uh, orchestral type shit. Oh, okay, okay. Um, dude, go. I'm telling you, watch it and talk I'll about it next find week. Where I'm gonna see it? Uh, I'm sure it's on some sort of streaming platform. I have shit's incredible. Shit's incredible, bro. You'll love it. I'm telling you right now, you'll love it. Uh, but anyway, just mercy. Uh, really fucking dope movie. Go see it. That's uh, the only other movie related thing I can say is that I rewatched The Dark Knight for the first time in a couple of years. The other night, mm. and after having seen Joker, and then seeing that, I wanted to watch it again. You know, be able to more more directly compare and contrast how those two Jokers were were done. Whatever. Um. Obviously, they're different Jokers. They're not wildly different Jokers, but they're different. Um, I like both of them. I like Joaquin Phoenix's Joker more, but damn it if Heath Ledger didn't do a fucking incredible job. But what was more apparent to me was less about making that comparison. (laughs) I tweeted about this too, is the older that movie gets and the more times I go back to watch it, I think I've watched that movie like four times now, is... Heath Ledger carried that movie so fucking hard mm. that it's it's not even funny. It's to the point where I consider that a Joker movie that just so happens to have Batman in it. Yeah, a lot of and, people do. And uh, the more I watch it, the less I like Christian Bale as Batman. Yeah, I'm not a big Christian Bale fan. Um, Batman. His voice fucking kills me. <sighs> it's bad. <sighs> it's really bad. <sighs> he already has a lisp, and when he does the Batman tone it comes out even more it's like his tongue is constantly you can actually out of his see mouth. his tongue yeah <laughs> yeah it's weird um i don't like the writing for batman as the character in the film at all he comes across as an abrasive uh playboy fuckhead that's just constantly peacocking around his would-be girlfriend because mm. she's with harvey dent now and he's like how many like Here's the prima ballerina for the Russian ballet. And then here's fucking three smoke shows coming off my helicopter. Look at my dick getting, I'm tripping over my dick as I walk through the front door. Mm. And uh, let me sit down for dinner. I own this restaurant. Let me pull up a table, you know, so we can have this chat. And then I can like grill Harvey Dent right in front of you. So you make him look like a little bitch. Like, and that's, that's like. It was very Tony Stark-like. It was very like a darker Tony Stark. But yeah, it, it was like a darker Tony Stark, but. 
he never did that with Pepper. Because mm. he never had to. He's a he. Tony Stark is arrogant, but he's funny arrogant. Mm-hmm. Christian Bale, Batman, hey, arrogant. It's just a douchebag. Douche oh yeah, he's a douche. And so uh, the whole movie, I'm watching him like, I don't want to see you on the screen. That's why I like Ben Affleck, man. I loved Ben Affleck's Batman. I just thought Ben Affleck was better than Christian Bale. He's one of my more favorite. He, I love the 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 beefier, um, older, seen some shit, run yeah. down, zero fucks. But I'm with you. Um, in fact, Christian Bale's. Even in the Dark Knight uh, Rises, yeah, yeah. Um, I think Bane was the one Bane that, again. that carried that film. Which is so weird because Christian Bale is such a good actor. Yeah. And I, he just, I guess it just shows that you can well, have a good I mean, actor. I'm it just not, doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to make you know, be good for yeah, a character. Yeah, and I mean, it could been, it could have been Christopher Nolan's direction of it because I really felt like both of those films, that yeah. they were more centered around the villain. And yeah, yeah. a lot of the reason why that movie worked, those two movies worked, even and Dark Knight more so than the Dark Knight Rises. But I even like the Dark Knight Rises, um, especially. I wasn't a huge fan of it when I first saw it, but I've seen it more as as the years gone by. I actually really liked uh, mm. Bane, um, and, and so I think Christopher Nolan made it a uh, almost made the villain the star of the film, and Batman. Uh, I don't want to say an afterthought, but Batman almost—he was playing uh, backseat for sure. Yeah, that's 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 the way it. You felt the the power of the villains more than you did the hero. Yeah, yeah. And it was cool because it made Batman feel very vulnerable, uh, and he got his ass whooped a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, And the payoff was good when Batman eventually, you know, comes out on top. But uh, I agree. Um, I. I I have to say um Joaquin Phoenix is acting was better than Heath Ledger in terms of like a true actor's actor but I have to give it to Heath Ledger still for the the Joker that he played uh and and we're going to see well, Joaquin you know I, Phoenix you know again. Gonna we're going to see him again. And you know I, what I was about to say is I bet you the next movie for Joaquin Phoenix is going to be, be more like, similar yeah. because he's yeah. building up to exactly. that. Right? That'll be the yeah. test because as of right yeah. now I got to go with Heath Ledger Joker simply because Well, we got an we, entire movie of Joker with yeah. Heath Ledger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We only got about 45 seconds of Joker. Of Joker. We're going to see Joaquin. what Hakeem does at yeah. the, on the next film. Yeah, and then I'll be able to say which real Joker I liked because yeah, yeah. this wasn't a Joker movie. And well, Keith Phoenix says that Heath Ledger is his favorite actor, basically of all time. Yeah, and that he based a lot of his Joker on Heath Ledger's. And yeah. so I think you're going to see a very yeah. similar. But the thing that excites me is that as good of an actor as Heath Ledger uh, was, Joaquin Phoenix is a oh, he's fucking actor, dude. Oh yeah. oh yeah, and he was made for that role. Oh yeah. And so I'm excited for whatever the I'm fuck pumped. comes up next. I'm pumped. I'm so happy that movie made a billion dollars. Oh, I'm, I'm so, so happy. happy. Uh, oh. You know. And if you know what, if they don't make another one, I won't even care. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. But if they say, it, it, it's going to happen. 100%. Directed by Taika Waititi. Um, <laughs> keep the same everything, bro. Just keep every, everything keep, the same. Keep everything the same. Just, Just ramp make it another up. another movie. Ramp it up a little bit. Yep. Give me some more action. And let me see the Joker be the Joker. I'm yep. in. Yes. I'm in. 100%. Uh, tech support. Time for the tech support, ladies and gentlemen. Where? For $10 a month, head on over. Patreon.com slash lag TV. L-A-G TV. Mm. $10 a month or more. And you can put your questions in on a post that I put up every single week. Mm-hmm. 
and we answer these questions. Yes, sir. And they just, you know, it, it, the, the fun never stops. Like Aaron Carter, who has another question for us this week, Chad. Aaron Carter, big supporter of the podcast. Huge supporter. Shout-outs to Aaron Carter. It's a shame that you're gone kind of batshit crazy and you're having some legal problems, but that's okay. Aaron Carter. Mm. The Technical Alpha theme song is absolutely fire. It is. That was probably the biggest goldmine hit I've ever had in my life, finding mm-hmm. that and then buying the rights to that for global rights for $500 was one of the greatest <laughs> things that I've ever – That was, And when I first heard it too, when you're like, yeah, this yeah. is going to be it, I, I didn't even – yes, it's just, that's yes. it. There was it no question. It literally embodied Everything. what we were going for. It's perfect. I'm going to fucking etch that shit on my tombstone. The Technolophic theme song is absolute fire. I love it, and at the beginning of the podcast, uh, I love it at the beginning of the podcast, and it's the reason I listen until the very end of the podcast. Adam, I assume you do the editing for the longest time. When the podcast ends, you bring in the theme song radio style, where you start playing it softly in the background, and once you say peace, the beat drops. But in the last few episodes, the theme song just cuts in abruptly. Can you bring that back? So the reason why that's the case is because... Um, and I might be able, I might be able to to do that. You just have to there mix is, the file. There is a way. Like I'll have to mix a the in. file with a fade in yeah. because it's on. We're doing everything through this Rode Procaster, which I love because it gives us a lot of options. Does a great job. Mm-hmm. I hate the preamps on this thing. Makes these mics sound like dog shit. I hate I hate the audio processing. Uh, our old podcasts sound literally two to three times better than these. But this makes it so so much easier for us to do everything about this podcast that yeah. I'm willing to put up with that. Yeah, ain't nobody hearing a difference, Adam. And you so, are. Just me. Yeah, it's just you. I'm selfish. I'm an asshole. That's okay. It's all about me. Yeah, it's all right. But they, they, can it happen? Yes. It just so happens that when I mix the buttons for this, you'll notice in the in the intro it fades, but not so much the outro. in the outro. So yeah. that's why that was, because I used to manually edit all the podcasts by hand um, which I had to anyway, when we, especially when we first started, because we had all three separate audio files. And thank fuck, I'm Nightmare. not doing that anymore. Nightmare. That was like three hours of editing at night, trying to get that shit to work. Uh, but yeah, that's why. So um, at some point, I'll try and probably do some remixing of stuff that's on the board. We've got this podcast down to a science. Yeah, that's we right. we got its own room set up. Adam comes over. I host it. Yeah. We sit down. He hits record. And then at the end... He hits stop, he uploads it, or he uh, renders it, yep. and then I upload it to Dropbox, and then he uploads it to YouTube and and. I have to be very minimal. Things. All I have to do is I have to add in like the uh, the the info, like the uh, the MP3 tags, yeah. on it. Uh, put a, a picture on it so then when people are playing their podcast player, Technolphus logo pops up, and then I run it through uh, a loudness matcher to hit the podcast standard loudness, mm-hmm. and that's all the editing that's that it. I'm doing. So it took like three hours to four hours of production down to about an hour. It's about as fast as you can get it. It's about as fast as we can get it. Let's see here. Um, Oh, (laughs) this is a hell of a name. Incontinent Ultralisk. That's a new one. And a topical uh, question as well for, uh, for the name. Two weeks ago, we learned of Jeff's, not Jeff's with a G, Literal shitty problems. Mm. Flip the script. When was the last time you had to shit so bad, but it was unable to find a location to release said shit? Um, I have one from childhood, mm. where uh, we were we were out 
um, with Diz's dad. Mm. This is before you were on the street. Mm. And we were up with Diz's dad and uh, a couple of the kids, and he was like, I'm going to take you. I'm going to take you on a trip. We're going to go in the woods. We're going to see if you're a real man. We're going to see what you guys can do. So you're going on a little hike. Everyone was like, yeah! I'm like, okay. You have to know Diz's dad. That was a stupid thing for us to do. But anyway, we, we get out in the woods, and we were out there for like six hours. <laughs> and we didn't get home until it was almost dark. Mm. And my mom was pissed salty. Oh, yeah. But when we were out in the woods for like six hours, and about three hours in, I get hit with the the type of I need to shit where it's it's prairie dogging. Oof. And there's no real like holding it in. Mm-hmm. You're in permanent prairie dog. Yeah. Your asshole like, is for like three hours and we're hiking through the woods. It's not like we're on a trail where oh, we're just casually walking. Shit in the we woods. are <laughs> just shit in the woods. And I'm like eight years old and I did not want to shit in the woods. <laughs> and so uh I got home and Man, I, I, I didn't take my shoes off. I didn't, my shoes were fucked, too, because we went through, like, swamp and everything. My mom was fucking salty. Mm. I went downstairs into the basement. I, like, snuck into the house, cause hoping my mom wasn't going to notice. Mm. Obviously, mm. she did. Got into the bathroom, and I swear to God, I, I shit three children. And I could have given them names and sent them off to school and paid for their college education. I have never, I've never felt such relief mm. in all my life. Mm. And I've had I've had some crazy shits in life. Mm. That is bar none. The the greatest relief I've ever had mm. taking a shit. It was almost like a high. Mm-hmm. Like you hold oh, a shit yeah. long enough, you almost you almost start hallucinating. Yeah, because you get your shit so bad. The shit sweats, sweats and, everything. and everything. Oh yeah, ready to go. Fuck, it was bad. Um, last time was uh probably a couple years ago, um, uh, when Kale and I went to Dominican. And I had ended up getting a bug or I ate bad food. Uh, this was like the night before we were leaving. So this happened towards the end of the trip. Mm. Um, I Actually, that was the first time I threw up as well in since I was uh, t- 20 years old. Oh. So, I mean, it was like a 10-year, 11-year period, 11 years I since throwing, I had thrown I, up. I hate throwing That's up how so sick much. I was. Like, uh, I always used to be able to word. fight it. But anyway, uh, I needed to, uh, it just hit me. I was in the pool. And uh, the stomach, the the stomach just started growling, and cool. it was and water makes it worse because it's moving everything. And bro, shit, like, it's it just went not... it went from like me feeling normal, having yeah. pina coladas and chilling, to like, Whoa. and then instantly it's almost like all the all the contents within my stomach just dropped a foot right yeah. immediately to my asshole. It's like the physical manifestation of the inception horn. Yes. Yes, that's what it was, and it it just dropped, and at that point, it said, I'm shitting now, and I was like, no, you're not yet, and so I jumped out of the pool, and I walked around, and we were at a pool, by a pool bar, and there was no bathrooms for a while, and so I'm I'm literally, I'm walking around, but I'm kind of hobbling and fast walking, uh, trying to ask people where the closest bathroom is. They end up pointing a bathroom over there. I go over there, but it it was one of the small little tiny bathrooms beside oh, beside a little shower, oh, and somebody no. was in the stall. Oh, and no. so I, you know, when you start shitting, a lot of times you start pissing as well. Yeah, at the same time, especially at the if same you go t- really bad. Normally, so, you're not supposed to like anatomically. Yes. you're supposed to. So here's the problem. One before the and other. I'm, I'm I'm tensing up just thinking about it. Oh, the, no. prob- <laughs> the problem the problem the problem was PTSD. is it problem was it was coming, and so I knew. I was going to shit myself or I was going <laughs> to piss myself. So what I did is I ran to the urinal 
and I started peeing. But as I'm peeing, oh no! So we were like, squirt, squirt, hold, squirt, I was hold, squeezing, squirt, hold. I was squeezing my asshole as tight as I as I humanly could. Like I swear to God, like the tightness of my ass cheek, my <laughs> ass cheeks were pretty much on top of each other. And and I'm pissing, but since I'm pissing now. It's sending, it's sending it's body cues. It's sending body cues yep. to shit. Yep. And so I'm like, ah! And I'm peeing and I'm squeezing and my legs are shaking. And I can hear the guy like using the toilet paper. And I'm like, okay, he's almost done. He's almost done. He's almost done. And I'm peeing, I'm peeing, I'm peeing. He gets up. The moment he gets out of it, I, I pull up my shorts and I'm hobbling over there. And bro, I go to sit down and shit is coming out as I'm, I my ash cheeks haven't even hit the toilet yet. And the shit has already started to fire out. And I managed to make it just in the nick of time. Damn. So I shit, I shit a storm, right? <laughs> and I had, I had some food and it was basically the same food, just in shit form. Oh, that's when you know you're sick when it's not even like digested. It wasn't even digested, bro. Yeah, yeah, it was like yeah. chunks of whatever I ate, right? There was just rice and everything. There. It was just coming out, right? <laughs> And then uh, later on that night, you shit a three course dude, meal. I shit so much that day, bro. I was, <laughs> I'd basically go to the bathroom and I would shit, and it was like nothing would come out of my ass. It was like, <laughs> it was like dry heaving your asshole, and it was terrible. And it burned. <laughs> it was not good. That happens. You it, dry heave your yes, asshole. And it it feels got, terrible. And it got to the point where I would take toilet paper. And I would just like I'd pat my asshole like I couldn't wipe it anymore. It was like I had to. It's so I, sore. Yeah, I, <laughs> I just had to pat it, and then I'd look at it to see if there was shit on there, and I'd be like, "Yeah, okay, there's still a little bit." Little so I pat a bit more, put that in the toilet, grab some more, and just ah <laughs> ha ha. You know yeah, the okay. Where that is, you yeah. gotta get you get if you're near a sink, you gotta wet it down. In the sink? Yeah, I didn't do that. And, that's, that's, and, and those resorts are using shitty-ass uh, toilet like paper, one like sandpaper. Uh, you know what I mean? Sandpaper, great they toilet just go paper. Out, they just go out with like a fucking blade, and they're just peeling yeah, bark off a tree, and they roll it, it up, and that's it. That's pretty much it. And then later on that night, I'm throwing up. I'm shitting. Like, I was uh, I was puking and shitting. At you know the same what I mean? time? Yeah, it was bad, bro. It was Fuck. just bad. It was a bad, did bad. Did you not get shots before you went down? I did. I, I, I got my shots. Everything was fine. I just think, I know when it, when it happened, I... Uh, they were, they had this big open grill and they were they were cooking sausages and burgers and stuff. I wonder if it was just normal food poisoning. It was. I think yeah, that's what it, it was. Wasn't just, like, it wasn't like it wasn't like weird Dominican bug. No, no, no. It wasn't like anything. It was just it food, was food poisoning. poisoning. And yeah, I remember yeah. getting a sausage. Yeah. And the guy was like, "You want a sausage?" I'm like, "Yeah." So he cooks up the sausage, and I bit into it and I looked at the inside of it because mm. you know when you're in a foreign place or even even when you're I go to like, like hyper, a, you're yeah like I just like make is it cooked you know yeah, what I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. and it had that look like not quite it's not quite there but then I was thinking to myself like I was hungry thinking to myself okay well it might be just the type of meat and stuff yeah yeah and yeah. I'm 99 percent sure because it was about a day and a half later mm. and I was like I think it was the sausage that I ate the whole fucking sausage and Kayla didn't have the sausage so she wasn't uh, sick and we were eating basically the everything. same thing all the time and I almost can guarantee it was the fucking sausage that did me in bro and it was bad bro I've it been, was bad. I've been there with the with the with the dry heaving asshole yeah and it hurts yeah, it's not fun because like everything is just seasoned up it's like dry heaving but yes. for your asshole it's your asshole dry heaves and honestly it might be worse than the regular dry heat it's not dry fun. it's not fun bro it's there's not nothing good. there's nothing fun about it no. um although I will tell you I would much rather dry heave my asshole than go through what I went through recently with not being able to shit yes because I'm going to tell you the, the discomfort is way worse yes dude funny you should say that I took my first fucking laxative pill in about a decade mm. last week. Mm. 
because I went from I uh, I had something that my body didn't like, mm. shit myself dry, mm. empty, <sighs> um, to no shit for four and a half five days. Oh, yeah. went from one you extreme, which happens. You start getting you, heavy. You had no moisture down there. And you had nothing going on, and like I was taking probiotics and everything. I was trying to get everything back mm-hmm. on track mm-hmm. for prebiotics, for pro, you know, probiotics, and uh, it just wasn't happening. And I felt like I had seven bricks, yep, hanging out. And I, I said, I have to fucking do something about this. I took Senecot, mm. which is potent. Oh yeah, and it just barely got the job done. Damn, like I was, damn, I was packed the fuck up, bro. I knew I was in trouble. When I hit day six, all right, so I hit day six. That six is bad, bro. Dude, but here's what it, here's here's the nail in the coffin because I didn't shit until day seven. Oh. But here's day six, all right. Listen to this, bro. Day six comes along. My mom was spending the night. Uh, you know, she wants to spend some time with her grandson. Of course. All right. So I'm already un- very uncomfortable, right? So Kayla has gone now to the store, and it was it was snowing and shit, and she ended up getting stuck and stuff, but. She was going to get laxative and all this other stuff. My mom decided she was going to go and grab us lunch, uh, or sorry, dinner, because Kayla didn't want to cook. Mm. My mom comes home, and I didn't, I didn't know that they were ordering food. I just assumed Kayla was, was cooking. But here's the other thing. I didn't want to eat because I was so full and uncomfortable. Of course. But I was hungry at the same time. It was yeah. a really weird thing. I, it's, it's terrible. So I've, and I didn't eat anything all day. And my mom was like, what do you want for lunch? I'm like, mom, I don't want fucking lunch. Like I was getting like, uh, ang- yeah, I was like, I just want to shit. I'm yeah. like, I'm uncomfortable. I don't think you understand. <laughs> yeah. So I'm downstairs. I'm streaming all day. My yeah, mom yeah. comes down, bro. We're, we're talking. We're day six at night, dinner time. She comes downstairs and she doesn't know any different. She, you know, she doesn't realize the pain I'm in. She walks in the room. She says, I got your dinner. She puts it on the, on oh, the desk no. next to me. Oh no. What is it? A foot long from Subway. Oh, steak and bacon. Oh, with cookies. No. Oh we, no, bro. We all know how heavy and that's, how much food. That's dense, bro. And I hadn't eaten yet today, so I said, "Okay, Jeff, I'm just gonna take a couple bites, get something in you." Oh no, you I made ate a mistake. You the whole, the whole thing. foot long sub. That ain't it. And I picked through those cookies. It's bad. It's a bad choice, bro. Bro, at the end of that shit. Well, if I had died, I mean, I deserved it. I did it to myself. And I knew in my heart of hearts that eating this foot long from Subway, eating this brick was a bad... It's a bad choice when was you're a, not... It was a bad choice when you're not you're constipated not, for yeah, six days. Yeah. When you're constipated for six days, you got to have the willpower to say no. You say no. Have some soup. Yeah. Drink some water. Lots wait of for water. the laxative to hit. Yeah. Don't have a foot long from Subway. No, don't do it. And I ate it, bro. And that's why day seven came, and I looked at that toilet, and I said, <laughs> it's either it. I'm going to die now, <laughs> or my asshole is going to be torn in 60 different places, or I'm going to the hospital. <laughs> There's this it. That was it, bro. You know what? Danny Boy said, we heard that story on the podcast. You know what he said? He said, look. He just what he waited. heard? Did he hear it? Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what? You know what? He's like you just inexperienced. He's like, inexperienced. You know what you do? You, you, you nobody wants to do it. You get old enough, and this stuff starts happening more frequently. He said, mm. "Buckle the fuck up, boys, because mm. it's coming more." In your old age, but he said, "Suppositories." Oh. He said, "He said it's not about that uh. laxative stuff. You take a suppository. He said you want to shit. You want to shit now. <sighs> you get 
suppository. Damn. And he said, you will be pooping like an angel, and you're not going to have a choice. You're no, going to be you're, pooping like an gonna angel. it's going to happen. Whether you want it or not. Mm. Very quickly. Mm. So that's the secret. Don't fuck with the, the laxative and everything. You just said, right? You really need to. If you're in a, your situation. Yeah. Oh, I was in a bad straight spot. Straight to it. I was in a bad spot. Yeah. And like I said, I'd rather have my asshole dry heaving yeah. than being backed up the way I was. Yeah, it's bad. I'm oh, in it, it's, it's dude. It was so it was so bad that I'm gonna I'm gonna know this is gonna be the benchmark for the rest of my life. Like I'll be 50 years old <laughs> and I'll remember the time I was 32 and I didn't shit for a week. Yeah, like this is th- like that was an it's event. A, that an was event. a life event. It's an event now. That was a life event. Yes, I, I'm gonna pass down to my son. You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna say like Daddy w- once upon a time couldn't shit for a week. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that that, that that's yes. how bad it was. There it is. Alexa asks, do you have any problems going to public toilets or you just have a uh, hold it until nope. you get home? I don't anymore. I don't give a shit. I don't anymore. Literally. In fact, I took a shit uh, at the theater when I went and saw Just Mercy. I needed yep. shit. I said, fuck I it. I wiped the shit oh, out of that I toilet seat. Oh, I wiped the fuck out of that toilet I, seat. I, but you know what? Sometimes I'll even shit if, if, I, you know, if I'm feeling you know, confident in my legs, mm. I will squat, squat over shit, it bro. and not sit on the toilet. True story. High school, mm. I would never shit at school. That I would, one's rough, bro. I honestly, even go, for me in high school, dude, that I was... would go home. I would call yeah. in. I would go literally. I would skip class and go shit at home if I needed to. That's yeah, how. Yeah. So I had to like that. Then when I got into university, I was I was okay at shitting at strangers' houses that I or people's houses that I didn't really know that well. Like I could shit at your house, no problem. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I'd, I'd be like, yeah, bro, I just blow your toilet up. Don't go in there. Yeah. But yeah. I'm like acquaintances, somebody, yeah, you like acquaintances, yeah, I yeah. would have a hard time doing it, but it got to the point where I was able to then shit there. Then, uh, as I got about 25 years old, I was now able to shit in public places, but I would have to sit on the toilet paper. So I would like, I would take the toilet paper, put it around the toilet seat, wipe it down, put it around, and then sit on top of the toilet paper. Then I started to, then I would say by the time I got to age 27, 28, Zero fucks given. I wipe down the toilet seat and I'll sit and take a shit. The older you get, the less fucks o meter uh, I found I gave. I, I was just like, you know what? I need a shit, bro. I'm not holding. I'm anymore. not holding the shit. Like I'm letting it out, dude. I think of the. I, th- I think of taking a shit the same way as I'm taking a piss. Hey, if I need a piss, I'm gonna go piss. I don't care where I'm at. Yeah. If I need a shit. I'm going to go shit. I don't care. I can't afford to hold it in. I know what it's like to hold in shit now. Yeah. I'm not doing <laughs> it anymore. I'm too old for as this. Soon, as soon as you can shit, you immediately take the opportunity. I am like, I still will scan out the different toilets. So say if I'm at the mall or a theater or something, oh, you're gonna open I the will door. open it. Does this one look clean? Uh, no. Okay. I'll look at this one. Okay. That one's doable. Little sprinkles of pee on there. I'm not right, going to lie to you, bro. I'm going to wipe all this shit down. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you, bro. I have used the, uh, the handicapped toilet. Oh, I've a de- lot. I've definitely used that, bro. I've, I've been that asshole. Oh yeah, I clean it up nice afterwards. Hell yeah! But I use that. It's fucking the least salt. used. It's the least used. That's the best kept secret. That's right, people. It's the least used. That's it. And you know what? I got a crutch right now. They can't say shit. Now, I'll be real. When you're when you're six foot six and you're in a normal stall, mm, it's not. It's not, it's not good, a lot of room it's not a good to time. breathe. It's not and a good so time. I got in the habit. Of going into the to that stall, and you can and the nice thing about that is you got you got room. Uh, get ready, you know, you're like you, you take your hoodie off, you're hanging mm-hmm. it up. Yeah, so you got your nice. You're you in take the, your you're time. Usually, you're usually in the deep corner. You take your time. You don't have to have Bob and yeah. Joe on either side no. of you jerking off reading the newspaper. You got your own little room. You got your own little room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's nice. And I will make damn sure that nobody's coming. 
I've never once, thankfully, got in a situation where somebody actually needed that. That would have been a bad. I, I, that would probably scar me for life. Probably it wouldn't be able to would, do it again. Yeah. Can you imagine just walking out after taking a dump and the place fucking stinks real bad? Yeah, and there's bad. a dude or a gal Waiting. in a wheelchair, handicapped, yeah. <laughs> and, and they're just giving you the fucking stink eye? Thankfully, that and never happened. That would just be an awful thing. And you know what? I'm going to take it even a step further, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Everybody. For all the dudes out there, and I can't say for women, be, and you know what? Women bathrooms are worse than men bathrooms, as crazy as that sounds. But here's here, here's it. Everybody out there has gone to a public bathroom, and you've been in the stall, and you hear a dude just fucking lighten the place up. Zero fucks like, huh? Brand. You got you to respect when people don't even like try and hide it. Not bro. a courtesy flush or anything. Just bro. full blown. Bro. I'm that guy now. Oh, let's go. I don't give. Let's go. <laughs> oh, just fuck. fucking go. Bro. Just. I'm in there. Just, <laughs> you're in there for a purpose. Bro, if I get a fart and I'm. I'm I, doing dude, it. Dude, I'm not like, I'm not like slowly. I'm enjoying my shit. I am unleashing it like a wood at home. Zero fucks given. They're going to hear the splash. They're going to hear my asshole clap. <laughs> they're going to hear the, they're going to hear it all, bro. And if, you know what? At the end of it, if I go, <laughs> <laughs> if I even pull out one of those. <laughs> I will. I'll listen. If I get a moan and grunt to get it out, I'm doing, I'm it. doing it publicly. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I say by the time I hit age thirty, I started giving zero fucks. I go in there and I make I I shit You're going out of the it's way. It's almost it's almost a game, and I know that the person <laughs> I know that the person <laughs> beside me uncomfortable the person beside me yeah. is trying to be all quiet and courteous. Yeah, and I'm going huh, <laughs> and I'm I'm letting him know who's the alpha up in the bathroom. <laughs> You're staking your claim. <laughs> fuck. I'm not there yet. I'm there. I don't give a I'm fuck. Not, I'm not there yet. I don't I, give a I'm fuck. I'm sure I will be eventually. Uh, this comes in from uh, Ryan. <laughs> says, first off, been a big This is going to be a complete tonal shift. First off, been a big fan for years. Just recently discovered the podcast. Been listening to them all. They're great. My question is, when was the, uh, when or was the moment... Uh, the you guys thought you had quote unquote made it with a popular YouTube or Twitch channel. Um, YouTube it was when cheese fails. Yeah. Um, and then it was uh, the thing that made me realize that we had made it with, uh, or maybe think that we had made it within the community is when Tasteless and Artosis knew who we were mm. because it was always difficult for us to break into like the standard StarCraft crowd. We were always kind of like on our own fucking island in the middle of nowhere. Um, and then Starcraft was on like the mainland and we were just like hanging out over here. So the moment that, uh, that happened in the moment when people started making references, when they were casting pro games and they'd be using lag TV mm. sayings and shit, that was it for me, which was all obviously post episode yeah. eight. I would say, I would say the moment I thought we made it was when Total Biscuit plugged us. Plugged the video, yeah. Uh, which was, uh, I do believe, episode... Uh, Five? N- no. Was it four? What was the, the queen one? Six. Six. He plugged us on six. I think that was the one he six plugged. Six or seven. It's six or seven. Yeah. The queen is six or seven. Yeah. I think he plugged the queen one. I'm almost certain. I can't remember which one it was. It was either that, was no. In- uh, or it might have been the one where the hatch was in the... Anyway. I think it was six, dude. Yeah. Um... That was when uh, I knew that we made it in terms of notoriety within the community. Yeah. And we were pulling in big numbers. Yeah, like we every were pulling video we put in out was like 300,000 yeah. views of video. We were pulling in big numbers, Which dude. in 2011 was... Big. A lot of, that's that's a, big, that's a lot dude. of views. Yeah, yeah. 300,000 views is 
That's big today. Is, is still relatively big today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a that's a you can make a sizable living. Yeah, uh, pulling in those numbers. As far as Twitch goes, I like I've I've never. I mean, I I hit my peak playing the Hearthstone beta, and then I uh, I chickened out because I couldn't torture myself playing it every day of my life, mm. and mm. probably threw away a lot of money doing it. But I didn't kill myself, so that's an upshot. That is good. Yeah, that is up, good. I don't want upshot. a world without Adam. Uh, yeah, so. I don't want one without me either because, well, I wouldn't be here right now. There you go. Um, what about you for Twitch? Oh, Twitch. Um, yeah. I don't really have a, a specific Did you have like moment. A, a, like a period. Not really. You know, when I bought my first house, um, when I bought my first house, it was probably when I knew I I, I had made it. Um, yeah. Like, just being able to pay my bill, like, not having to worry about bills. Yeah. Like, uh, where, where I think, honestly, you know, you know, I, I think the, the, when I look back, I think the, the part where I, where I knew I kind of made it is when I stopped knowing when I get paid, you know, when money, uh, like it'd be like four or five months ago by and I hadn't checked my bank statements yeah, and yeah. it's like, you, you know, um, that's. That's a kind of a big deal mm-hmm. because when you you're used to living paycheck to paycheck or just not having literally enough money to pay your bills to the point where you can basically you know do what you normally do but you you're never on autopilot. yeah you, you you don't have to check to see if there's enough money for this or that or yeah you know you look at your bank account and it's up you know a few thousand bucks you know uh, and you, you wouldn't know like if somebody went in to my account and had taken $500 out a month before, I w- would have never have known it was taken. Mm. Um, that That is like a pretty big indication and in, in a feeling of like, you know, my career is doing something for me financially. Yeah. Yeah, That's yeah. That was probably, uh, probably the real time where, you know, you feel like you've, like I'm- You've hit some like sort a, of like, like success. Success, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Muotech asks, are you ever going to make another DLC? Uh, this podcast pretty much encapsulates everything that we did. The DLC stuff was was basically like we had something extra that was outside of the podcast that we thought was too long or whatever. Um, and also the DLC stuff, I guess to a degree, the the, the summation of, of certain topics we have on the uh, Life's Glitch TV 2 account mm. uh, on YouTube, which mm. does the clips for Technical Alpha. So if you don't have time to watch the whole thing but you still want to see the video of it, et cetera, et cetera, we take some of the more important... Um, uh, clips. Mark, our editor, puts that stuff together, posts it up there for you guys to enjoy. That's pretty much what that's about. Uh, last one. Black Jimmy asks, what's one thing that makes you angrier than it should? Um, what is it? Games in general? No, I'm... Games? Games. Mm. I get, like... I get... Well, I'll, I'll, sp- I'll be more specific. Um, RNG in games. Random shit in games. Drives me fucking Bonkers. wild. Uh, and then past that, it's just in general games. Like there, there should be no reason to get so upset over something as trivial as a fucking video game. But uh, and I've certainly, as a streamer, had less patience than than when I was just playing recreationally. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's because like I always feel like I'm on a timeline. Like I need to, I want to finish this game in a certain number of days of streams. I want to get going, and when a game just like puts any kind of like roadblock, roadblock that's that that, that you can't I feel control. like that I feel like shouldn't be there in the first place. Yeah, that I'm immediately I'm on I'm fucking tilted out of my mind, mm. uh, and it really it, it it really shouldn't bother me like in in the slightest. Outside of that, 
Um, um, bad drivers drive me fucking wild. Mm. People that just do the, the the most inane shit, can't stay in your lane, going around a corner. Um, if they're about to take a corner, like if they're about to turn off the main road onto like a side road, the people that have to turn fucking the opposite way first before they cut their wheel over. Mm. You ever experience that? Oh, yeah. It's usually people who drive trucks for some reason because they're like, I have to make a wide turn. <laughs> so I'm going to ignore the fact that there's another lane next to me with vehicles. Yeah. And I'm going to swing this way before swinging off under my turn. So I go three quarters of the way into the opposite lane and then make my turn off the road. You know, shit like that is just uh, the bad drivers make me want to fucking rage on a daily basis. For me, it's very simple. When Kayla comes downstairs, mm. she gives my food mm-hmm. in a bowl, mm-hmm. and she gives me oh, a the fork. fork. <laughs> the fork. Yeah. That shit makes me. <laughs> I I never understood how people can eat things in a bowl with a fork <laughs> because of the way it's just it's it's and not... I don't like the noise of scraping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I. I that's my biggest, and I like legitimately get Unless irritated. Unless it's like a salad in a bowl where you're, it, it depends on what's in the bowl. Yeah. Because like if it's like rice and stuff in a bowl, you're going to inevitably need a spoon to get but that why rice are, out. But why are you feeding me a salad in a bowl? Uh, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, want a, I want a salad on a plate. Sure. I don't want a salad in a bowl. That's so, fair. you That's know, I, that would be my counter argument. It's like, yeah, okay, if you're going to give me a salad in a bowl, yeah, yeah I'm going to need a fucking fork. Yeah. But why are you giving me a salad in a bowl? Put it on a fucking plate and give me a fork. So, like, that's, but that's, that, that I, that is probably one of my biggest pet peeves, like, in life. <laughs> uh, and it irritates me. Like, I get, I won't say I get angry, but I do get very, like, it bothers you more than it should. It, it, there you go. Yeah. It's the name of the topic. Yeah. It bothers me a lot more than it should. It's like, okay, well, you don't like it, then go up and grab a fucking spoon then. You know, but yeah, uh, why? Like, it gets to the point now where if Kayla does it, and she's getting a lot better at it because she knows how, how I am, yeah. but she could she could come with a bowl of stir fry, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She puts in a bowl, which is fine. Because I can eat stir fry with a fork or a spoon. Sure, yeah, but yeah. if you're going to give me stir fry and you want me to eat it with a fork, then put it on a plate. If you're going to give it to me in a bowl, then give me a spoon. Yes. So say she gives me it with a uh, with a bowl, yeah. and she blazes a fork there. I won't start. I won't even eat. I, I don't need a. I won't say anything because I know it'll bugger. So I won't eat. And then she'll go, "What's wrong?" And then she'll immediately look at the fork. She'll, oh shit! And then she'll give me the spoon. I say, "Oh, thanks, babe." <laughs> That's some petty shit. Oh, uh, bro, <laughs> it's petty. That's but, so petty. But dude, I because it irritates me i can't, i don't know what it is about it i can't scrape a bowl here's I, one that irritates me more than it should since you said said one about kayla it doesn't make me as like you it doesn't make me angry but it's just it it irks me more than it should uh i make m breakfast over almost every single morning and i'll ask her what she wants for breakfast and 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 she'll tell me what she'd like to have for breakfast. It's usually like, you know, eggs and toast or mm-hmm. French toast or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe oatmeal one morning. So I'll go, I'll say, okay, so I'll go upstairs and I'll be making breakfast. And I got to make breakfast for the both of us. And uh, I'll be, I'll take my time because like, she normally like gets up, takes her time, maybe like gets out of her pajamas or whatever, puts on like her, her scrubs for work, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. She takes like a good solid 20 minutes to make that happen. Mm. Sometimes even a little bit more than that. And so she'll come upstairs, and I'm trying to time it with her getting upstairs to have breakfast. She will not touch her food 
until I'm also sitting at the table and eating. Mm. So unless I can make everything that ends hey, at the exact same time. That's, that's a good woman. It is, but it, but it, I know. it irks me because I know. I'm because what happens is I end up having to make my food first mm-hmm. and then eat my food cold mm. so that she has warm food because uh, I don't want she'll eat it when I complain if it's cold but I don't want her to eat if I'm gonna make yeah. you breakfast enjoy it go just ahead eat eat it when it's yeah, just, when it's hot yeah as it's supposed to it's be it's morning things are moving come things on let's just, go let's just, go let's go let's go eat just, up just eat eat don't wait and get mm. cold food mm. otherwise why am I making you food right now it's gonna taste like crap because it's cold mm. You eat the food, I, I put it in front of you, mm. and then I'll be there in like two minutes. Yeah. I'm just making eggs. Yeah. We ain't saying grace or anything. You can start. Yeah. Sit down. Go ahead. Just go so ahead. I, so I now, I'm wising up to it. If I'm making French toast, I've got plates in the oven. Damn. And I make my French toast first, and it goes in the oven to stay warm, and then make hers last. Oh my- Goodness. So that's coming hey. out so that I can hey. sit down and eat warm food. Hey, you guys know you got a good relationship when you're willing to adapt. That's right. To something like that. Because if it was me. <laughs> <laughs> Kayla. <laughs> I just slaved in this kitchen. I don't cook. <laughs> I made you food. Eat it. You know what I'm saying? Yo, wait till you have kids. Because all that shit's going out the way. You know, baby Kai, he don't give a fuck. He I, don't give a fuck. We'll be, we'll be eating cold. He's got to eat. So, you know. I love that she wants to eat with me. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I think it's sweet. I think it's amazing. Mm. But it changed how I cook yeah. because I want to eat warm food. It's a good gesture, but baby, this isn't this isn't Thanksgiving dinner. No. This is just a, a, is a routine breakfast. Just enjoy your food, please. <laughs> please. I don't want to serve you cold food. I want to serve you warm food. I want to make you happy. All right? I can see you from over here. I'm doing my thing. I'm here. Just talk to me. Yeah. Eat your food. I'm actually less than two feet away from yeah. you. Just go ahead and eat. Just go ahead. You know what you do next time? This is what you do. Is she waiting for you to also eat, or she just wants you to sit down? Because oh, what no, you no, can she do wants me to also be eating. Damn. They eat together. Yeah, because I would have been. I'd have been like, all right, eat. yeah. So sit down, then you sit down with her as she starts. And then, then all right, I, I'm gonna go do my own thing. Now you got her caught, right? No, I got it. No, no, uh, yeah, I see, no, yeah, no. Eating at the same yeah, time. see, no. But you're adapting. Hey, I can make it work. But you know what, though, Adam, there comes a time, brother, where you got to put your foot down, and you got to say, I'm not making this adaption here. I'm not doing this. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not putting stuff in the oven. Keep it nice and warm so that we can sit down and have this. So at some point, Adam, you got to say, listen, M, I love you. All right? All right? But you need to eat your fucking food when I'm done <laughs> cooking it. All right? Because I don't want to have to be putting stuff on uh, in a little toaster oven here and trying to, <laughs> trying, to t- trying to time all this shit. All right? You know what? You start eating. You're going to be halfway through your meal, and then I'm going to be able to jo- join you and finish this up with you. You know what I'm saying? We're just at different parts of the races right now. Yes. It's a it's a rally. I hand you the baton. I need you to start eating. I'm gonna go do a lap real quick. Yeah. I'm gonna meet up. You're gonna hand me that baton back. I'm gonna start eating, and then we're gonna run and finish the race together. Yes. All right. Yes. All right. Because if if I make this food, I put it in the oven. All right. Ain't nobody running right now. Because uh, here's we the, secret, behind. the secret: is she doesn't care if it's cold. That's the problem. No. Is, but 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 because I'm cooking no, but it. You care. But because I I, I care. There's a quality I'm that you need. Cook, it. Hey, I'm, I'm making this food, man. I want this to be. I want this to be good. <laughs> I don't care if you like it cold or whatever. It's gonna I, be hot. I'm just gonna have to live with it. Mm. I'm just gonna have to live with it. But it doesn't. It doesn't make me mad. Mm. It just it's like like it said. Just it's it bothers me more than it should. Because she that obviously would bo- that would bother me. Because she obviously doesn't care if it's cold. She just wants the food. You know what though, Adam? I think I think her her wanting to appease you 
and be a good woman because you got a good girl. Yes. Uh, I think that overweighs the fact that she would prefer to have her dinner warm or her breakfast warm. Yes. So the it's like the it's like the given the the pros in her mind are much more be, is much greater yes. than the con of having eh, some some lukewarm or some cold toast. Yes. You know what yes. I'm saying? Which but is you, fine. But you no, it's not okay because Adam, <laughs> you're setting a precedent. All right. Because what's going to happen is when y'all eventually move out together and y'all, mm. it's going to turn out to be like, she can't eat until you eat or she can't do this. To, you got to you gotta <laughs> nip it in the ass now. You got you to gotta let her know. You got to learn how to eat without me. I appreciate the gesture, but you got to learn how to eat without your boy. Because what, you, what you're doing is you're, you're setting yourself up, bro. You're setting yourself up. I think I've already set myself up because I'm making her breakfast every morning. Oh, you, yeah, you've already fucked up. You yeah, guys, you yes. guys are doing too much to please each other. You know what? You, <laughs> you guys both need to simmer to fuck down a little bit. Y'all need to simmer. To she'll, young, come, she'll come to me. Young and early like, love, guys. You know, she'll come to me. She'll say, "You know what we should make for dinner?" And, and then she'll like she'll yeah. hand me something. That, you know, it's like a Filipino dish or something mm. that I've never made in my life, yeah. obviously. Yeah. And then we get to be like, okay, and I go and make it. And it's really what that means is that she chops some vegetables and then I make I make the dinner. You know what, Adam, bro? This is all going to change. You know what? I just fucking, I just take it. You know? It's okay. You know what, though? Hey, it it's is okay. what it, hey, it she is. T- she takes care of me. Hey, it is what I it is. I just have to make some food. It is what it is. And I'm a good cook, you're so used to matter. You're used to cooking anyway. I'm used to cooking. Hey, if you're going to be that guy, you're going to be that guy. At, and I'm good at it. So it's fine. All right, then. Then when it, then when it, then we go to, the, you know, you go to like parties and shit, and all the girls, especially Filipino girls, mm. and they're all talking about their boyfriends and all mm-hmm. the gr- other girls. Mm. It's nothing but straight A's for Adam. Boom. Tall, handsome, That's right. cooks. Has hair for now. Has hair for now. For now. Tell her it's don't get used time. to it. It's a limit to Tell her don't offer. get used to it. I made the joke yesterday. You got like four years, bro. I said, I don't know. That's way past. I said, I said, I have a year left before. It's a year? Be, I have a year left before it will be so little that it will be stupid for me to, like, I'm going to look like that guy that's mm. like trying to make it work. Yeah. But it doesn't no, really I work. Think, I think you're going to go to 35. And then, and then she said, I'll give you two. Ooh, fuck. She even sees it coming. I, and I said, I said, yeah. you know what? Yeah, but you can rock for your two. You can rock the bald though. I hope so. You can. Oh yeah, you'll rock it We're too. We're gonna find out. But you know what's gonna happen, bro? You're gonna rock the bald, but you're gonna rock an amazing beard. We get the beard. You're to gonna go. be your beard game's gonna be because it's the only thing you can take care of hair wise on your face is now on your head. Beard. So you're gonna be like all in on this, so that this isn't gonna be the main focal <laughs> and all point. Out on, and bro, all out on that's what's gonna happen. That's what's gonna happen. It's coming. And you're gonna hit the weights too. Because you can't be skinny and bald. Well, I, so, so I, I said that exact you thing. You gotta to her. hit the weight. That's what I said to her. I said, I said, look, you can be skinny and not have and have hair. Yes, but you can't be bald. No, and not. And you not gotta be, get on the you, HGH. You don't have to. You don't have to be fucking like enormous. You just have to be in shape, bro. You can't be out of shape. Nah. and bald. No, nah. you, you can only have. No, but the so problem many- is, no, the problem is, Adam, is you're too tall. So you're tall, yeah. which means you have to get jacked, bro. Yes. You know, there is no like, oh, you know what? You do CrossFit. No. That's for a motherfucker my size, all right? You do CrossFit, you got, you got decent sized arms, like 14 inch, 15 inch arms, yes. be okay. Yeah. Nah, 6'6", no. six, six, motherfucker, you got to get jacked. You're going to be bald, you're going to have an amazing beard, and you got to be Chris Redfield. I'm going to have to be, I'm gonna have to you're be gonna a be big thick, boy. You're going to have to be thick to make that work. <laughs> it's a big I'm just going to let you know. Which is a problem because the heavy, heaviest I've ever weighed was like 210 pounds. Well, you know what though? The older you get, the easier it's going to be to pack on the weight. Uh, I hope so. The harder it is when we put on all that muscle. Mm. Tune in to find out. 
Because on this podcast with the overhead lighting, you're going to see over time, you're going to watch the progression. There's going to be a nice a nice gradient of Adam's hair disappearing. And then on the other end, it will just be one day I'm going to show up, I'm going to be bald. And you know, good good news. Good news. You guys got at least another year because we signed. We, we one sign year it. the podcast so, so is on. You got, we know you guys for at least a year. So we're going to see what it's like today. That's right. All right, we're calling it out now. I'm gonna on have, episode, what episode is this? Uh, this is uh, 137. 137. So it'll be 237. So, so two thirty. Well, no, it'll be, it'll be Yeah, no. it will be. Or less no, than that. No, less than that, because there's only four. Yeah, in one a, a week. Month. Yeah, one a week. Uh, so by episode, like, fucking 300 or whatever. 189. One, damn, you did it that quick well, in your head? One year is 52 weeks. Damn. There you go. 137, 52. You see? That's 189. Boom. Episode 189, we're going to look at That's the right. consistency of Adam's hair. And we're going to see if it's still there. The consistency. <laughs> Buckle up for that one. Boom. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the Technolove Podcast. This has been a solid, just shy of three-hour beast. We needed it. Which is impressive after, uh, you know, we needed it. It's we true. needed it. After missing last week. Yeah. And now you got it. Boom. We're back on. We're back on for it. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much. Patreon.com slash lag TV. We uh, look forward to seeing you guys next week. Hit the like button on YouTube if you're there. Give us a, a review on iTunes if you have a moment mm-hmm. or everywhere else where you might be listening to it. And pass on the word. We'd love to have some more people catch the podcast. If you guys think it's worth listening to, odds are that means you might know somebody else that thinks that, you know, hey, I want to listen to two dudes talk about penis analogies and shit. Why not? It's just like old Occasionally times. video games. Literally, what we just did in the last hour is what we used to do in StarCraft. Just in longer form. That's right. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.